Warning. This show may contain spoilers. Please check the show notes before listening. Thank you. Ready? Yep. Hi, I'm John. I'm not an expert. Oh, technology. Like that. As soon as it touched the back of my throat, I went. Ah. <laughs> Oi! No. Hi, I'm Rob. I know other people don't like it, but I, I love it. My God, the guy's mm. a genius. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just yeah. incredible that this stuff happens on the screen now. That just makes me. I'm just so full of joy. And you're listening to... Ooh, electric shock! (laughs) (laughs) This is a podcast where two old mates catch up after a 20-year gap. I'm still 18. Yeah, I I feel exactly the same. (laughs) Is that that different? That's why we're here talking about comics and stuff. (laughs) It's nice to catch up every week, isn't it? Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm Rob. And you're listening to... Ooh, Electric Shock! Yay! Episode 11. 11? Yeah. I was trying to think of the bingo thing for 11. Legs 11? Legs 11, yeah. That's it, isn't it? That's the one, Mm. yeah, Legs 11. Mm. I'll work on my bingo numbers for For, subsequent episodes. Every episode, yeah. (laughs) You've inadvertently set up a whole new challenge for yourself every week now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> two fat ladies. What's, is that 88? 88 I'm yeah, really... that's going to take... Yeah, two, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay, that's, that's it. That's it done now. Seven to go. <laughs> uh, so, um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Had another nice chat this week, didn't we, mate? We did, yeah. We kind of just caught up generally, didn't we, on our busy weeks? We did, yeah. And, uh, Chatted about. We... Um, uh, I did a bit of busking yesterday, which is fun. Yeah. We. Yeah. Uh, oh, you've been reading the basketball book. Oh yeah, Phil Talked Jackson, the Eleven Rings. Yeah. Nothing to Talking do with Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. Sorry. Go. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Eleven. What a coincidence! That's amazing. Serendipity. And you need legs for basketball. You do. Yes. Yeah. Two things. Yeah. Two amazing coincidences. Amazing. Uh, we talked about Invincible finale. We did. Yeah. Still recovering. Yeah. It's a shocker. Um, yeah. What else did we talk about? Um, all sorts of stuff. Loads of yeah, we all have random yeah, comic we spoke a, chat. Yeah, we spoke quite a bit about comics towards the end there. Yeah, yeah. Um, about comicsology. Yeah. Yeah. Keep mentioning that. Comicsology. Yeah. That's right. Sponsor us comicsology. Yeah. You heard it here all the time, over and over again. It's got to help. We um, had some recollections, didn't we, to... Um, oh, West Side, West Side Story. Story. Yes. Happy days. <laughs> oh, and we discussed some of John's, uh, John O'Neill's uh, questions. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, and the um, the filming that was going on. Yes. Here, the new Danny Pistols. Boyle movie. Yeah. I'm excited by that. Yeah. I think that's going to be um, that could be our first premiere, really, John. I yeah, think that's be, uh, yeah. post-COVID premiere. Yeah, 
try and see my house. Yeah, so that'd be so the cool. Main reason I want to watch it. Oh, I know that part of town. Oh, well, that's that's where I live. Yeah. There's nothing on IMDb for it yet. That's odd, isn't it? It's got um, what's it? Thomas Sangster, thingy Bob. What's his name? Oh, not Thomas the the bloke from um. Uh, Tomas, what's his name? Winter thingy. <laughs> no, oh, it's not him. Plus, I'm getting confused with my Thomases. Yeah, if I'm D- IMDb Thomas, I'm not going to get anywhere with that. Yeah, Thomas Bodie Sangster, that's the guy. You know what we've got to talk about next time? Yeah. I, I know I'm confusing everything now. Jupiter's Legacy starts this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've never I read can't. it. I never read it. Oh, but it's Mark it's Miller. Brilliant. So, oh, it is. It is just brilliant. Right. You know what he's like. He's such a great. He, he, no one writes action quite like Mark Miller for starters, but then he's he's created this whole legacy of superheroes yeah. and everything. He just wanted it's, to create his own superhero universe, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and that's what he's done. And yeah. it's just, it's a brilliant, brilliant, well, it's certainly the comics are absolutely brilliant. Okay. And the cast look fantastic. It and does look good. The advert looks amazing. They put so. a lot of money into it. So, mm. yeah. well, that'll be a new yes. thing we can start talking about then. Although, I, yeah. I don't know if they're dropping the whole thing in one go. They may well do, mightn't they? Oh, they might do, yeah. So well, oh, that's to... no fun. We like a weekly thing now. Well, maybe, We're into that. Maybe we, we should just restrict ourselves to watching one a week. Yeah, let's do it. Self-imposed. Yeah. Mm, discipline discipline there mm. lord knows i need some self-discipline same here so yeah mm. all right then yeah no that'd be good but yeah cool. i think that yeah well we you know us now you've we're 11 episodes deep now you know yeah. we just go off about all sorts of nonsense we just so, talk about what know, we want if, if you're here you know the score <laughs> <laughs> If you got this far, yeah. Hey, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's another only, one of them. We can only apologise. <laughs> it made me laugh. Um, Dan and Steve on here as a noise were reading out some of their iTunes reviews this week. Oh yeah, and uh, someone gave gave them a five star review. You know, yeah. but in in the review they said um, if I was to if if I had to pick a, a, a negative, it was that Dan. <laughs> Sometimes goes off at tangents, essentially. <laughs> he start talking about one thing and then get sidetracked about something else. I thought, that's our entire show. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. If you're expecting us to get to the point at any, at any, at any point in the show, it's that's not going to happen. That's not going to work for us. That's just not how we roll. <laughs> you're on the wrong podcast. <laughs> I thought there's no way we could even attempt to try and... No, you know, constrain that discussion. It, uh, I do apologise yeah. if it's a frustra- frustrating listen. We'll start to talk yeah. about something, and we'll be trying to make a point, and we'll end up somewhere else entirely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I oh, think this dear. time we we haven't been so philosophical this week. Have no, we? no. Well, we got some nice just... feedback on the philosophy chat. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, a friend of the show, yeah. Steve Noel, said he absolutely loved the philosophy chat. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, Steve's so lovely, honestly. He sends lovely messages. Yeah. Um, well, he's such a well-connected okay. guy as well. I mean, keep supplying these uh, celebrity voicemails to us. Yeah, I know. He's doing a great it's, job. 
He is doing a great job. I mean, I don't I know where we've got... one of the highlights. Well, I think that's needed... really what people are tuning in for. <laughs> I think so. You know. I think, <laughs> I... Sure, it can't be us, can it? He puts the <laughs> ooh in ooh electric shock, I think. He certainly does, yeah. yeah. I said, without you, there'd be no ooh. I thought it was quite a, <laughs> quite a nice little tagline. <laughs> I love that he loves that. <laughs> yeah, the T-shirt. <laughs> oh, poor Sir Pat, though. I think he's a man who's probably getting a bit more ooh than he needs. Yeah, um, yes. Tune in for that, listeners. Um, yeah, an alarming yeah. voicemail from Sir mm. Pat. He's, it was lovely to hear from him again. It's been a few yeah. weeks, but yeah. things have taken a bit of a turn. Yeah. And we're a little it's bit worried about worrying. him now. Mm. So, uh, yeah. I feel I, feel I need name. to... Li- I need to listen to the message again just to try and get a little bit deeper into what's really going yeah, on there. Yeah, it's quite sinister. Mm. Oh, and uh, stick around for the post-credit scene, which is actually our first attempt at doing the show on Friday. We're recording right. it on yeah. Sunday morning now. But uh, due to our schedules and lives being a little mm. bit on the busy side on Friday, we decided that we'd uh, buy ourselves a bit more time to catch up on things to watch and uh, yeah, and be in so, a bit of space to record. The nice thing about that is that I think in the post credit scene, we <laughs> we talk about Sound of Metal, that we're going to talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah, and we totally forgot to talk about it. We didn't talk about it. We'll put that on next week. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> we're so crap at this. <laughs> what were we thinking? I don't know. So for God's sake, don't listen to the post-credit scene first. Otherwise, you'll you'll get a different show. (laughs) It's literally a podcast about nothing at all. Oh, God. Well, I mean, that is the basic premise. It's me and you having a chat. That's what you get. So, you know, we have a chat. I mean, we we don't have a script. We don't have an agenda. No. We just have a chat. So, you know, join in or... Mm. Go listen to yeah. some more professional podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Yeah. Well, enjoy the show. Enjoy the show and the absence of uh, the chat about Sound of Metal. That'll be next yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> if we remember. Yeah. <laughs> Which we probably won't. <laughs> no. We'll never discuss it. <laughs> It's the only show, the only podcast that never discusses Sound of Metal. That's Although, it. if you don't hear it, that's kind of appropriate. Mm. <laughs> it was never for you. Oh, dear. Uh, All right, then. Well, right. En- enjoy the show as it is. Enjoy the show. <laughs> if you can call it a show. Uh, <sighs> Three, four, five, six. Hello? Hey! Hello, mate. Hey, mate, how's I'm it going? Hear you. Oh, hang on. Oh, it's... give me a second. Ah. Uh, right. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I've got my headphones in the wrong socket. There we go. <laughs> hey. Hello. Hey. There you go. Yeah, mate. Hey, how's it going? What's, right. what's it like living on a Danny Boyle film set? What's going on? Yeah. Hey. Oh my god. Yeah. That's I amazing. Thought, yeah, I thought I'd save it for the pod. Mm. Yeah. So um 
He's making a film called Pistol. Right. Um, which is based on Steve Jones' book, the guitarist of the Sex Pistols. Wow. Um, so it's kind of a movie about a Sex Pistols set in 1977. And for some reason, they're filming it all around here. Wow. So they've been filming in, in Deal and Dover. Really? They've uh, There's a street in Deal, King Street, and they've, they've, um, they're filming at a snooker hall there. And they've, really? and they've changed all the signage on all the little shops up the street <laughs> and put like fake window displays in of all that like, old 70s style um, products, you know, food, tin right. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and, um, and then here they were shooting a scene. We, we live, our house is the boiler part of the boiler house of the of the Metropole Hotel. So there's this big, oh, there's this I'm huge saying. Victorian hotel right on the, on yeah. the Lees, which is like a promenade that overlooks the sea on the top of these cliffs. Yeah. So you've got the sea, the beach, then the cliffs, then basically like a park with a path running through it, which is the Lees. Right. And then these two massive hotels. Now the Metropole was built first. Yeah. And like royal, royalty stayed there and all sorts. Um, and then someone got jealous and built the other hotel to try and compete with it. Now, the other hotel right next door is called The Grand. Which right. is about half yes. the size, but but still quite an impressive bit of Victorian yeah. architecture. So you've got these two massive, beautiful buildings. And, wow. um, and we're in the grounds of the first one, the Metropole. Right. It's a long building to the side of the hotel, which is where it was the old boiler house. Nice. So we're mostly underground, which is why you get this funky reverb on my voice, because I'm in our kitchen, which is basically the boiler room. So ah. we're, we're underground. We've got like mm. a, a vaulted brick ceiling with... Um, um, they've had to put like... Um, fake walls in to protect the original brickwork which is behind these oh. these like plasterboard walls we've got in here because it's all listed okay they can't do anything yeah um but yeah we're right underneath the road in the kitchen oh, right <laughs> wow the road between the two hotels right and then there's a couple of steps up out of our kitchen and you're still underground but in mm. like on a basement level which is where our yeah. bedrooms and the big bathroom is right but that's just one big room in there, and then it's all open plan. So, like the 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 living room is on the ground floor, which is like a mezzanine. Ah, so you go up a right. spi iron spiral staircase to get up onto the into the living room, and there's another bedroom wow. and a, a small bathroom up there. Yeah. So from the outside, it just looks like a one story, looks like a bungalow, like a yeah. terrace of like four bungalows. Hmm. And then we've got this glass roof window great big thing right which is where all the natural light comes in and comes all the way down and we've got portholes wow. here in the ceiling which i think are the holes that the pipes used to run through from the boiler right up to the hotel and they've turned them into like light, light wells so we've got like these three portholes that let natural light come down from from up uh, in the living room wow yeah. It sounds just amazing, your place. It is really cool. We were really lucky yeah. to get it. It's really, really unusual. I think it's one of those Marmite sort of places where you'd either like it or hate it. Yeah. Because it is yeah, a bit weird. Sure, but... I mean, mm. if, you are, if you're a bit freaked out about being underground, 
mm. I guess. But yeah, it's probably uh, not for you then. Yeah. yeah, but the kitchen's pretty cool actually. It's it's quite like it. It's big enough to have so, my studio at this end, and then the rest of the kitchen oh, wow. further down. Mm. Yeah. And so the filming is going so the, on. Yeah, so the filming's going on. Well, what's going on? Sort of above my head. It, they were filming at the Grand, which is the, the, the other hotel on the other side of the road. Yeah, yeah. There's a side entrance, which is um, where they were filming a scene. Right. Um, not sure what. Hmm. Um, and because we didn't really see any of it going on. But there were loads of, like, um, trucks with loads of, you know, all the equipment and... They had some big lights set up and right. uh, a catering truck and like loads of other stuff, just loads of people everywhere. And we had to all, because normally we park on that road, mm. but we all had to park somewhere else for the day. They combed it all off. And okay. So I kept going out and having a sneaky look, see if I could see um, any anybody, but didn't see anyone of note. I would think, I mean, I, I was looking at the photos you posted yeah. and... The buildings themselves, if I, I would think from a sort of cinematic perspective, mm. you could easily sort of green screen in the rest of a big row of those kind of very... Yeah. I mean, yeah. singularly, they look like a, quite a grand London locations. Mm. But obviously, they're on the top of, you know, the leaves. Yeah. But, but you could easily bring in everything else if you wanted yeah. to make it London. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was, I'd assume... The Sex Pistols was all London based. Well, it is I mean, apparently, yeah. I think I think it's nothing mm. to do with it being this part of the world. It's, yeah, here, um, yeah. Got a, a taxi driver was telling me yesterday that the the street in Deal re- really resembles right. a street in London. Right. So that's yeah. why they they redressed it mm. because it's the right sort of buildings or something. I don't know, but yeah, they've yeah. obviously scattered out locations around here that. To do the job, but yeah, I wouldn't be at all surprised if they end up doing something like that. Yeah, yeah, it made me laugh though. Some of the comments you got from the <laughs> yeah, Americans, yeah, <laughs> 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 bucks in his top hat and yeah. tail, and leaving his saying, grand location. <laughs> yeah, and John saying, Do you live in one of those trucks? <laughs> ah, brilliant, oh, they're funny, yeah. 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 But, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's and, a it's a great place to live, man. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, we're mm. really we're really lucky to live here and very very grateful for Yeah. And also you're so close is is the Lee's Cliff Hall concert venue still Well it's shut at the moment, obviously. Yeah, with, but it's with still there. What's it's, going on. But yeah, it's still yeah. there and it will hopefully it'll be back up and running. Yeah. We had tickets to go and see um Skunk and Nancy there. All oh, right, wow! Yeah. But that all obviously got cancelled. Yeah, I just think I I cannot cannot think of that place without thinking about Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Yeah, mate, <sighs> our first ever gig. How cool yeah. is that? I get so much satisfaction when these things pop up on Facebook saying, "What was your first ever gig?" <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, why? crack my knuckles. Right here we That's go. That's right. <laughs> we went to the coolest gig in the world ever, we did. didn't we? Honestly, oh, it was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. It was in, we were so in lucky. Folkestone, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. It's mental, <laughs> Come to isn't it? Folkestone. Yeah. 1983. Was that when it was? Ooh. Fucking hell. Yeah, mate. We were, what, 13, 14? 13 years old? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. God, we were really lucky, weren't we? Yeah. Is that all we were? God, yeah. we were young, weren't we? Yeah. 
Christ. <laughs> they were just so, they just blew me away. I guess, oh, well, mate. I just, oh, they're just extraordinary, weren't they? They were great. And I think I was, go on, sorry. I was just thinking that I, I, there is something about sort of, I mean, I'm, I'm impressed that the, the Americans from, you know, Heroes of Noise and, and John O'Neill, yeah. it's so wonderful they're in touch because I'm, I'm slightly, <laughs> I'm in awe of America, really. Yeah. I, I always have been. Yeah, American well, comics, yeah. American yeah. cinema, you know, TV, everything. Yeah, yeah, culture. Yeah, yeah. We've always, we've always grown, we've grown up being sort of second-hand consumers of all that stuff, haven't we? Exactly. Yeah, we have. Um, and uh, and yeah, those guys coming from America, <laughs> please give all the folks to. Yeah, blew me away. Yeah, it's crazy, wasn't it? And that's oh. one of the um, that's one of the key moments in me becoming a bass player. Was that gig? I remember that. Yeah. Do you remember the sexy bass playing lady? I do remember her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I remember just, I couldn't take my eyes off her for not just how gorgeous she was, but the sound she was making. Yeah. And then I remember she did a solo. She did like a slap bass solo thing. And I was absolutely mesmerized because we were right down the front, weren't we? We were. Yeah. And, uh, I think we still had our coats on. I was absolutely boiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had that experience there a few times. Yeah. That happened when I went to see Ozzy Osbourne as well. It's another story. But, um, but yeah. But, yeah, so, but, but I was absolutely mesmerized by this bass player. And yeah. um, half I was just gazing at her and she's doing this solo. And halfway, halfway through, she looks up and made eye contact with me and gave me the biggest, most beautiful smile. And I, in that moment, I sort of fell in love with her and fell in love with the bass. Do you know what I mean? It, uh, it really yeah. planted a seed. I remember leaving the venue and you being completely besotted by her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Like John's in love. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I remember feeling old. that. Yeah. I, I didn't know I'd expressed it. I, I guess I, I had. <laughs> but yeah, it really made it. I've, you know, I've tried to find out who who that was, who she was. Yeah can't find anything and any information no because she wasn't really she well, well presumably she was a jobbing musician who just got the gig to go travel with yeah you know, i guess the yeah. great grandmaster flash and yeah. the furious five yeah i've no idea because yeah. a lot it was a guy called doug wimbish did a lot of the studio stuff with them right who now plays okay. with living color oh really wow um you know he's a he's a famous bass player you know he's, I, I saw him do a set uh, a few years ago in Ramsgate. Oh, right, wow. Because um, he's got a connection there. He knows a guy that runs a studio there and he's down there quite a lot. And I saw him play at a small club in Ramsgate a few years ago. Yeah, it's really good. Wow. Yeah, the big, he's got the, like the biggest pedal board, all different effects that I've ever seen in my life. Wow. I actually almost got the gig as um, I got offered um, the gig at to be Living Colours bass tech on their UK tour a few years back. Really? Yeah, just through a link I've got with a guy that was ended up blagging doing being their sound engineer. Right. He said, do you want to come on the tour and be the bass technician? And wow. um, now, you need to know, I can play bass a little bit, but I don't know how it works, really. I, <laughs> right. I'm really not that up on, you know, what goes on with all the electric side of things, do you know what I mean? Right. Or the, or the, or the, 
you know ins and outs of amps and pedals and stuff like that i'm not that guy right okay some guys get really into it some guys get really into all that sort of stuff do you know what i mean Mm. Um, and I took one look at Doug Wimbish's pedal board, which honestly it's ridiculous. He's, it, 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 it wasn't just a few different effects. He's got a couple of like massively complicated digital things going on there. He's running it off of two MacBooks. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's just, it's just insane. And yeah. I thought, no, I can't do this. Much, as much no. as I'd love the opportunity to go yeah. on tour with a band like that and be around mm. those guys. Mm because I'm a bit of a fan of them, mm. if I just had a vision of something going wrong and me not knowing how to fix it and them all glaring at me at the side <laughs> yeah. of the stage as the, the gig goes down the toilet, I just thought I'd never, I, I'd just be curled up in a ball sobbing. Do you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. I couldn't deal with not that. Not live in colour. So, <laughs> or any band really, because I'm yeah. not that, I'm just not that technical and not that sort of up on all that side of things. So I wouldn't yeah. really have much of a clue. So I was like... Part of me wanted to take it and just think, oh, I'll probably be all right. Do you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Just to I'll sort learn. of have the experience and the work yeah. as well. I needed the work at the time as well. But it, but I was like, no, no, that's that's got to be for somebody else. And in the end, it turns out I really dodged a bullet because oh, apparently right. they were like arguing the whole tour and it was a really bad atmosphere. <laughs> all right. And the guy that was the bass tech was like really knew his stuff and even he struggled with it. Right. So... He was an experienced Ooh. like bass tech guy, and he he really struggled. So I'm really Ooh. glad I made that decision. Yeah, and what a stroke of luck. Yeah, you don't want to be yeah. mixed up in that, do you? Yeah. Um, how did your gig go yesterday out on the, oh, out on the oh, streets busking? The busking, yeah, that was great, man. It was really good. It it was a bit will it won't it happen because one of the guys Ooh. in the band um, uh, realised that he didn't really have the time that he thought to do it. Right. But um, we sort of said, well, let, let's just go and do a couple of hours in the morning before you have to shoot off. We might yeah. as well. We've we've all made the time to do it. Hmm. So everyone was like, yeah, cool. All right, let's just do it. Hmm. So we got down to Canterbury um, and we went to about by eight in the morning. We got down there and uh, took all our stuff through to, you know, um, this is very local information, <laughs> but um, you know Whitefriars. Yeah, you yep. know where the HSBC is in the corner there. There's a Marks and Spencer's food court, and that you might not have been down there for a while. I haven't. No, it's changed a lot. All, all right, all I, right, all right. Let's yeah. crank it right back. Do you remember where CNAs was? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You know that area oh, there. Yeah, I do. That yeah. Square I know exactly bit. What yeah. You mean. yeah, we yeah. were sort of opposite C where CNAs used to be. Outside, it's an HSBC there now on the corner. We're, ah. we're in that sort of square kind of area outside of there. Oh, okay, that's a good location. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a good good spot. Some hmm. other buskers came about half an hour later and sort of went, oh, you got the good spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, and went off to find somewhere else. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we had a little, um, uh, Jamie got hold of a, a, a battery-powered speaker. Right. Uh, Dudley, guitar player, got hold of a battery-powered amp. Adam, the drummer, bought a really small little bass drum. And he just right. had a bass drum, snare, and a hi-hat. Okay. Uh, keyboard player's got a battery-powered keyboard thing. Yeah. So I'm going into the speaker with... Um, me and Jamie are going through the speaker, so there's vocals and bass coming out of this speaker that he's brought along. Right. And it actually sounded all right. 
So yeah. Yeah, but it was really cold. Oh, it was really cold. cold. My hands were so cold. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we, we cracked on. Um, we got some a couple of boards with the band name on them. Yeah. Because you don't need a license to busk in Canterbury, but okay. you're not allowed to have a sign saying like CDs five quid because we had some of our CDs, our EP okay. for sale um, right. and some vinyls. Right. Um, but if you put up a sign with like a price, you know, five quid for mm. a CD, 13 quid for vinyl, whatever, you're, then you're, you're suddenly get, a tradesman you're, 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 or something. Yeah, exactly. You're, yeah. you're a street trader, so you need a license mm. and all that. You can get in trouble. So all you can do is ask for a contribution yeah. Now, technically, people could just come and take one, and there'd be nothing you could do. <laughs> but luckily, not many <laughs> people know stuff. about that. Yeah. Um, but so what we did was we got boards with our, our, you know, the band name, our logo. Yeah. And then a QR code that people could scan, which oh. then takes them to all our social medias and website and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, and people could just chuck money into the hat as it were you know we we had a little hat a little drum bag at the front that people could drop money in yeah and we just cracked on with it really and it was really nice to um all play together outside and in to an audience really even though when we started it was just one one old lady (laughs) with this bright yellow coat and a and a a really multicolored wide-brimmed hat on who came (laughs) up to me and said do you know baker street before we'd even started playing and I was like um, if only we had a saxophone player I was going to say have you ever got a saxophone love and and she just went she just tutted and walked off (laughs) so I thought that's a good start we've already pissed someone off so no Baker Street how brilliant yeah so we we started playing Hmm. and uh, she was still there this old lady and she started dancing Oh, all, bless. All on her own. <laughs> she started dancing about. And then That's wonderful. Gradually, people, you know, started to get busy because we were starting at half eight, so it's starting to build up a little bit. Yeah. We played through till about half 10, 11. Right. Um, That's a good sesh. Initially. Good session. Yeah, we got a couple of hours hmm. in. Um, and we were pulling quite a bit of a crowd, actually, after I a while. Imagine. It was really good. Yeah. And... Um, my folks came over and they got oh, the park cool. and ride and they said as soon as they got off the bus yeah. at the bus station, right. where that is, they could hear us. We weren't loud, but because no, no, of, but I think because of the way the, the, the buildings mm. are, it sort, of the, it sort of gets channeled along the, along yeah. the lanes and around. So the sound yeah. sort of bounces off all the buildings and travels quite away. Yeah. And people, yeah, people were coming up. It was great. You get all like little kids in push chairs, just all transfixed and that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, little yeah. babies just like gazing. <laughs> Love all that. And little kids running up all like, you know, a bit nervous to put money in the hat. They've been egged on by their parents. Do you know what I mean? And they go run on, over and on. scamper off, you know. Because <laughs> I remember getting my yeah. kids doing that for buskers and stuff. You know, yeah. Because um, I've got a rule that I always give a busker 50p, whoever they are, however good or bad they are. It's just oh, that's I, a good rule. It's my own little rule. Fellow mm. musicians, do you know what I mean? Just bung them, yeah, bung them a bit of money. But okay. um, mm. but yeah, so um, 
Yeah, it was a really good experience, man. We sold we 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 sold a few CDs. We I think we took about eighty quid in just oh, over right. a couple Bloody of hell. hours. That's all right. But then the keyboard player had to go, and then and we carried on a bit after with him. So it was yeah. just, uh, but it um, Jamie's microphone started to act a bit weird. The sort of technical gremlins got involved, and yeah. we just thought, oh, well, we just we'll just pack it in now. Yeah. But it was such a good experience that we're now going to um, set up a proper busking rig. Okay. So we're going to get a big like leisure battery that we can and a thirteen amp right. converter, so we can basically use all our normal gear. Oh man, that'd be so cool! You know, so I can have my little amp and cabinet, yeah. and Dudley can have his proper guitar amp and all that sort of stuff, and we can yeah. have a little PA system and stuff like that and do it properly because it was. Well. It's we've we, like our social media increased. We've got loads yeah. more followers. You know, mm. people were Instagramming clips of us. Yeah, it's such a good way of building up a bit of a following. Yeah, yeah. And without, could you could you sort of semi tour as a busking unit? Well, I mean, yeah. Is that how could, it works? I kind don't know. of. Yeah. There are there are bands that are now finding that that's a really good way of building up your yeah. following. Because obviously these yeah. days social media is is kind of the big tool that you can use. Yeah. You know, if you can build your following up to a level that when you release a single or an album or whatever, there's enough yeah. people that have, you know, yeah, you can almost do like a Kickstarter thing or a Patreon mm. thing, where people yeah. can subscribe to you for a, a small amount every month. And yeah. then they get exclusive content and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, like with podcasts, like yeah. people, yeah. you know, like yeah. Heroes of Noise mm. have a Patreon where you pay a few few quid oh, really? a month and you get an extra oh. episode or two a month. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And a lot of them okay, do that. What... Yeah. <clears throat> obviously, well, that's not? what, yeah, that's where we're going to be headed, obviously. Yeah, two writers, yeah. Well, funnily enough, I was chatting to a, a client of mine who's doing apps, different apps. Oh, yeah. And, um, They've got an app called. I didn't. I, in a way, I, I, I sort of don't understand it. But you describing that sounds similar to what they're trying to do. Okay. And the app, the app is called Quack. Right. And, um, but it, it is about creative people yeah. having using the platform for subscribers for them. Yeah. So if, if you like someone's particular art or whatever it is that mm. they do, then you subscribe to them within the app. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's what I thought. You know, I, I just, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I suppose, because it's sort of that concept's quite new to me. Mm. It's like okay, mm. but if you're really into something, then it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I've got a few Patreon subscriptions. Right. Okay. Um, Heroes of Noise, um, Atletico Mints, Bob Mortimer's right. um, podcast. It's really funny. Right. Uh, and they do um, they do a Patreon, which is literally like two quid a month. Right. And okay. you get an extra episode or two every oh. month. And it's, you know, just as good wow. quality as as the the regular episodes. Yeah. And it's great, you know, and it, and it keeps them going. Yeah. So, yeah, um, why not? <clears throat> so, it, you know, and you can do that in a band situation as well. In, yeah. in Like in the old days, you'd be part of the fan club. Mm, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly, yeah. yeah you'd send off your stamped yeah. addressed envelope or whatever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You get a little yeah. printed 
fan yeah. newsletter every I every, love the Bay every City month or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pin badge and yeah. stuff like that. It's kind of the modern version of of joining a fan club, really. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it is. Whereas you just throw in a, like a dollar or two a month or whatever, and and um, you know you might get first shout at any you know tour tickets or exclusive t-shirts or do you know what i mean and there's different levels you can subscribe at yeah so for like if you subscribe for like five dollars a month you'll get like the basics out of package yeah maybe you'll get like um i don't know i'm just thinking of examples off the top of my head you might get um a free cd or something like that yeah and then yeah you know, yeah. if you subscribe at the next level up, you might get a T-shirt mm. as well as the CD. Yeah. And the next level up, you might get um, a free Zoom chat with with the band or something yeah. like that. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And you can do or, these different yeah, levels. VIP. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that, why not? Yeah. That people can subscribe to, you know, signed yeah. vinyl or whatever. You know, there's all these different things that you could offer. And um, it's it's all part of the way the industry is changing, really. So I think it's a good way to go. You build up a following that can at least fund your, you know, the project to keep going. Yeah. You know, if it covers the costs of, of recording and yeah. producing and getting stuff made to sell, do you know what I mean? You're mm. breaking even and then anything on top of that, you're starting to make a little bit of profit out of it. Now, it's a bit different for well, us a- because we're signed now. We've We've got a record deal. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just oh. you know, it's not like with a, a big, huge, global label, but that kind of doesn't really work like that anymore so much anyway. Yeah. But we are signed I to a, a, a label, so we've got a mm. you know, we are now working with them with all this sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah. We're not going to be going down that route because we are now on with a label, so they deal with all the. Um, you know the marketing side of it more really yeah. we're there to yeah. make the music and they're there they they pay for the recordings and then they we split right. the, split any money with them yeah yeah that's yeah so but i guess they as much as anyone else is are embracing the sort of new world in terms of yeah, other absolutely. ways of promoting things exactly you know? i mean a lot of it's about getting on the right spotify playlists these days right okay you know, and they've they've got quite a good track record with that. Yeah. You know, they've one of the other artists on the label has just got onto a, a really good a really good playlist. Right. Uh, yeah. That we want to get onto. Hmm. So I think once we get onto you know once you get into that side of things, so people yeah. are kind of constantly stumbling across you when they listen to other stuff. I yeah, because you know, we it's a bit like trying a... to get radio play back in the day. You know, trying to yeah, get that's get on absolutely the, on the airwaves. Because I don't, I don't listen to the radio anymore. Partly because I'm not in my car anymore either. Yeah. You know, and um, so I kind of, I feel, I feel I'm not listening to anything new particularly. But the kids have downloaded playlists on our family Apple Music. Yeah. And I hadn't realised that it keeps getting updated. They keep Apple are updating the playlist. Mm. Apparently. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of makes sense, doesn't it? So that, like you say, that's the new. Getting on the on the the, the the list for a radio station or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they used yeah. to do. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm. It's just the playlists are now more to do with Spotify and things like that rather than yeah. Apple Music and that kind of stuff rather than the radio stations. Yeah. Because like yeah. you, you know, like most people now consume things 
can consume media very differently differently than they did 10 20 years ago yeah you know i i i very rarely will sit down and watch the telly when that particular program is being broadcast oh yeah you know it's only uh, only uh, line of duty right line of duty is the only one we have to watch right yeah there's there's certain things (laughs) you know but even then you, you can you can start 10 minutes later yeah, or you, yeah, or yeah, you yeah. can, you know, which often happens. Actually. Yeah, or you know, just things like being able to pause it and stuff like that. Mm. And, and you know, this was all inconceivable many years <laughs> ago, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. So yeah, I can't, I can't say that word. I can't yeah. say that word without a Princess Bride reference. <laughs> I did wonder where that was from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that little chap with the bald head. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah. So any reflections on Falcon Winter Soldier or Captain America Winter Soldier as we now refer to it? Yeah. Well, did you watch the assembled thing then? Uh, the yes. behind the scenes yeah. stuff. Yeah, that was good, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I re- they they look like like well Sebastian Stan and uh and Thingy, what's his name? Anthony um, Mackey. Anthony Mackie, they just look like they've become really good mates. They do, yeah. They look like yeah. there's a lot of laughs going on, and da- um, da- uh, Daniel Brutner as well. Oh yeah, he is. He's brilliant, isn't he? Brule, yeah. yeah, yeah. They look like they were having a right old chuckle, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I Daniel Brule is just a great, great actor. So I mean, I he's definitely coming back, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. And um. And what's her name? Val. Yeah. I think. So I, when you mentioned she was at Madame Hydra. Yeah. But I, I kind of look back and she's like a sort of, she's a bit of a female Nick Fury, isn't she? She is actually. Yeah. Cause I did that too. I thought, oh, yeah. that yeah. I, I knew her in connection with that somehow. Yes. But I think yeah. at one point you probably, probably saw as well that she kind of pretended to be Madame Hydra for a while yes. to sort of do a yeah. double agent sort of thing. Mm. And she does strike me as the sort of person, clearly, who um, uh, can play both sides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as it were. Yeah. Um, whether that's self-interest or national interest or mm. global interest, who knows? Yeah. But uh, good character, though. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And possibly leading to the whole Thunderbolts thing. Yeah. I Dark think... Avengers, Thunderbolts, yeah, that's something it. like yeah. that. I think, I think it's heading that way. Yeah. Also, did you see that um, these rumours around? So, Captain America Four is is going to go into production, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and there's a lot of speculation of Chris Evans coming back, right? Uh, and doing that whole where storyline where Steve turns bad. Oh, yeah. okay. So when he's been one, hi- like the Hydra thing. Yeah, yeah, they go, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the Red Skull gets the time cube or something, and then from a very early age, they start to get Steve Rogers into the fold. Yeah, it's that whole... Um, I've re- I was reading that recently, actually. Yeah. Um, Nick Spencer, isn't it, that It's that little girl who's the living yes. cosmic cube. That's right, yeah. Changes yeah. everything. The Red Skull gets, gets to her yeah. and makes her change reality. That's right, yeah. And Steve becomes bad. Yeah. Takes over the world. Yeah. And... Uh, that I mean, 
That would be great. That would be I good. Mean, wouldn't it be great? That would be really good, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm guessing for Chris Evans, really, part of the reason he was kind of like, look, I need to just finish being Captain America because, mm. I mean, I mean, it would just take over your life, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, but if you come back as a, as a, as a different version, mm. then that's got to work, surely. That, surely that challenges some acting chops, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely, yeah. I would have thought. Yeah. Which... Uh, that would, that be, would great. be very cool. That would be awesome, yeah. But I guess because they're sort of saying, well, that that would could come out of the multiverse stuff with Doctor Strange too. Mm. And um, anyway, yeah. Well, I, I mean, the, the very concept of the multiverse being introduced just opens all kinds of possibilities up, doesn't it? Anything really? can happen now, By can't its it? Very nature. Yeah. So we could be seeing all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, we've got all the what if stuff to look forward to, which mm. is going to be great fun. Yeah, I, th- <clears throat> I think you're going to be disappointed. It's not live action, though, aren't you? Really? No. If it's anything, if it's anything like um, Invincible, as far as oh, wow. animated superhero antics goes, then. <laughs> so have you seen it? Yeah. Oh my could, god! I, oh my god! Yeah. I, I was sitting there thinking, uh, this is just extraordinary. And um, so it's just take the comic and take it up here. Yeah. You know, yeah, just, just, yeah. you know, throw away the old, you know, play box or whatever. Yeah. And let's, let's just do this in a way that's just completely yeah. crazily mad. Oh, and fantastically God. done. I mean, it was bad enough in the comic reading that whole oh, that whole yeah, part of the brutal. story where he beats the crap out of him. Yeah, but what they mm. took it to but a whole other level in the show. That, that bit with the train. On the oh God! I was saying to Jack. He, oh like, my I, God! You couldn't do. You couldn't have. I don't think you could actually do that with a sort of live version because no, no. it would be too brutal. Yeah, it would be. I mean, it was <laughs> brutal enough scam. just in an animated form. It just went yeah. up in level after level, didn't it? I mean, there's that first bit when he yeah. when he smacks him and he goes through all those buildings and slides down the street yeah. and causes loads of death and that. destruction. Yeah. And that building starts to fall and he's trying to save that mum and her yeah, kid. Yeah, family and the mum and the oh, daughter, yeah. Oh, God. And then he's holding their hand. Yeah. No sign of... Oh. It just... Women, children, everybody getting taken out, and you—that's yeah. that's harrowing enough. Mm. Because already yeah. you're like, well, the kid—he's going to save the kid. They always save the yeah, kid, surely. right? Yeah. No, the kid won't die, surely. No, no, no. And it's like, oh right, okay, we're into that territory now, are we? Yeah. And then they just, yeah, the subway bit just takes it onto a whole nother, a whole nother level. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anything. No. That's quite I... that brutal in. You know, Whoa. such a total disregard for human life. Yeah, yeah. With in a fictional kind of story, it was just unbelievable. Yeah, I thought. I mean, I think that kind of you know they sort of play with this concept of Superman a bit, where you know we've had that sort of Mark Miller Red Sun, where Superman lands in Russia, so he's on the other side and yeah. stuff like that, or or a Superman like Injustice is all about you know, you know, it, it just. Clark Kent can't take it anymore. He gets, you know, they push him over the edge. Mm. But this Omni Man, <laughs> I mean, that that is, you know, that's that's always the big fear, isn't it? That this, mm. you know, super being will turn or not be in our best interest. Yeah, yeah. And 
wow. And, and, and that kind of idea that, you know, if, if you're a, from Vitrium, Vitrium, yeah, wherever. The, Vil- the planet. Viltrum. Viltrum, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you live for thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. So you're, us, us humans are so insignificant. Yeah that, yeah. that we just don't matter. Yeah. So it's good. It's well explored, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. That whole boot and ant thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's the the height of fascism, really, isn't it? And, yeah, and just taking that, that Nazi thing to its ultimate yeah. extreme. I I remember in the comic and it's I did it in the in the thing about the thing about his wife really was just like a pet. Yeah. Which is the ultimate Oh, how awful. Just, and then she's having to listen to all that. Yeah. She hears it. Just can't believe it's it, can just, you? Just just so horrible on so many mm. levels. Mm. And yet the weird thing is and the I think the brilliant thing about it is is that from Nolan's point of view, it's perfectly logical and makes yes. absolute sense. Yeah, he believes it yeah. completely. And you can see why that's who he is mm. and that's his culture and that's his yeah. civilization that he's from. Mm. No matter how abhorrent it is and how awful it is to be on our side of that equation, to him, mm. it's absolutely... Yeah. That's just the way it is. That's, 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 yeah. It makes perfect sense. And yeah. and it's just a great bit of writing. It's just yeah. such a great bit of that whole, and and Mark's reaction as well. Yeah. So heartbreaking. Yeah. When he's just, he's st- I still love you, Dad. Do you know what I mean? After yeah. all that, it's just like, yeah. oh my god. But that's the genius of it, isn't it? That actually, everything. He finally, he starts to question. Mm. You know. Yeah. You know that that kind of complete love. Yeah. Versus yeah. brutal regime control. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. Because he, he smashed yeah. his teeth out and then he gets that flashback to when he was a kid and he had yeah. his front teeth missing playing yeah. baseball. And it's just suddenly there's that little spark of something. Yeah. That he's Ma- learnt more than he bit thinks of he has. Humanity almost. Yeah. Yeah. And he just shoots off crying. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Just, wow. <laughs> Such a powerful for an animated show about superheroes. Well, this is it. Kate, Kate's been taking you know. the piss out of me. She's going, "Oh, you're watching that cartoon again?" Yeah. I'm like, you just don't yeah. get it. No. <laughs> you just sit down and get her to watch that episode. You say, "Look, if you don't watch yeah. anything else, watch this, and then tell me it's a silly cartoon." Sorry, Kate. Yeah. But yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I know I, you're yeah. listening, but it, it's obviously I said it's, you at the time. That's it's the one mo- of the most harrowing things I've ever seen. <laughs> And it was a cartoon. I know, it's This is just <laughs> utterly brutal. Yeah, I don't I know like, why you think this is a cartoon. I was an absolute wreck by the end of it. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. And it's so good. It's so well done. It's so well written. The animation's well, the great. Cast, the cast is just extraordinary. And such a great cast, yeah. Such yeah. a great cast. And so, I like the way that there's they kind of did a kind of preview of season two kind of thing at the end. Yeah. Which was really good, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, with Alan the other turning up going again. On. Yeah, I love Alan. brilliant. And then uh, he says, well, what, what else have you got to do? And it's like, oh, I've just got to get <laughs> yeah. through, graduate high school. And then you've yeah. got this whole list of, <laughs> oh, really? Also... Is that all you've yeah. got to do? Well, there's... Uh, okay. <laughs> there's the Martian invasion. There's the... <laughs> 
<laughs> those those time chronicle challenged aliens who are going to invade again. Yeah, they're back again. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, some sort of no, dragon crime boss guy and. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 So good. So good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to get reading now. I'm going to. I kind of stopped reading Invincible because I thought, well, yeah, I'm kind of embracing the you know. The, the cartoon, which is still not animation, much better description. And um, <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get crack on ahead now. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's just a great story. Yeah, can't I'm wait only, to see where it goes next. I'm, I'm only just ahead of where this has finished in the comics. So, um, yeah, I've got, I've got the rest of the compendiums on, um, on, on Have Kindle. You? you got them now. Yeah. All right. Okay. Like, I've got the whole collection now. The, wow. The compendiums. Is it still are, are, going? No. Is it, it no, now? it stopped. Yeah, and apparently oh, okay. it stops really well as well. Apparently, oh, okay, good. Got a proper ending, but um, yeah, the compendiums on Kindle were really cheap. Like, yeah, you said think, like fifteen think, quid or something. Yeah, fifteen quid. And I think volume three was about eighteen, nineteen quid. Wow, but the really books good. are like fifty odd quid. So, oh yeah. So I thought, oh, yeah. um, well, with the whole comicsology thing now, I'm now fully embracing switching over to like digital. Well, frankly, from the the space phase saving perspective, yeah, exactly. That's my it. My house can't take it. No, I've got nowhere. Re- well, I've got I've got shelves and shelves of them, but they're full, mm. and I've yeah. made a decision to to not get any more. Yeah, I've got loads that I'm going to go over and sort through later on today. Actually, at my parents' house, that I'm going to be getting rid of, selling hopefully. Oh, okay. Um, what you got? What you what you selling? About eight hundred issues of the the panini marvel collected editions oh right yeah cool so yeah um, so yeah i'm looking to shift those yeah but um yeah where we are now in this the house that i described we sort of you know we've there's a place for everything right now so it's nice Mm. and tidy um but yeah i've not got anywhere to put any more stuff and to be honest with the comicsology thing and um, Kindle Fire, like a ten-inch one, it's just mm. brilliant. It's such a good way to. I actually really like the way the artwork looks on screen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never me thought too. I, I would, like the way but it shifts the captions and stuff. Yeah, can, exactly. Really, yeah, yeah. It really works. I was read. I've I've read Gideon Falls Volume One now. Oh yeah. That was mind blowing. Oh man. That was yeah. so good. It's so clever. The artwork's fantastic as well, isn't it? Oh, really, yeah. in, really brilliantly done. That Andrea Sorrentino—that yeah. is just, just—I don't know. Is is I don't know if that's a chap or a lady. Actually, mm. I've no idea, but just extraordinary art. Fantastic work, really um, good. Well, I, I, uh, so when I, I told you, I just went nuts and I just I went, bought the whole I lot. Bought it all yeah, on Kindle because yeah. yeah. I just, I just wanted to keep reading. Yeah, I know. And then the I feeling. got to the end of volume five yeah and volume six wasn't out right so so i i bought it anyway in advance yeah and it literally i got a note through friday to say oh it's dropped oh, it's great. on your and i haven't read it yet right. i've been i've been really i it's this sounds odd i've been reading a book called uh i think it's called the 11 rings right. and it's a story of um i mean i don't know a lot about basketball but okay. so it's a story of phil jackson who won two of these championship rings when he was a player. Right. And then went on to win the rest, firstly with the Chicago Bulls with 
Michael Jordan, oh, Scottie okay. Pippen. Right. And then after that incredible run, hmm. he went to the LA Lakers. And I'm still in his LA Lakers kind of phase, but with Magic Johnson and um, Kobe Bryant. Okay. And um, But it's really good because it's not... It's, it's kind of not what you think because he's really into meditation, Zen oh, stuff, okay. right. and uh, Indian tribal spirit. Okay. And, and he's a real proper team builder. Yeah. Um, but working with massive egos. Right. You know, because these players, I mean, when they get good, they're just surrounded by people just telling them they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, that doesn't make for. You know, you've got to play as a team. Basketball's a team game. You can't just do it on your own. Got yeah, yeah. And uh, he's Phil, this Phil Jackson guy. It's interesting. It's interesting reading it because he clearly is absolutely obsessed with basketball. Yeah. But also obsessed with meditation. You know, Zen practices right, and uh, right. all, all their tribal stuff. And uh, but weirdly, when you read it, he's very casual about his life. And very obsessive about what he did in the sports world. So, <laughs> so you know, he like mentions, oh, and then me and my wife broke up, and then the new season started. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, no, Phil, what? And then, and oh, and that, and then I had to replace my hip, which caused me some trouble. But then it was on to the next season, oh. and so. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> come on, <laughs> give us, you know, and, I've, and that's a bit like, I read that uh, uh, Bob Iger book about this, his time with Disney, which oh, is yeah. a really good, it's a great book, but there is a point where he gets to a level with Disney where it, it's kind of like, you don't really get his life anymore. It's all about, oh, and then I met Steve Jobs and we did this right. and, you know, and all the kind of peripheral stuff peripheral stuff really the stuff that for me it counts in life right doesn't really get discussed okay. and there's a really there's an interesting bit in this story where kobe bryant gets accused of rape and then he says something like and and my daughter had an incident a similar incident a year before and it really turned me against kobe but then he doesn't he doesn't really get to grips with well he talks about his anger and how he meditated through it and kind of worked with it, but right. doesn't that it's over very quickly, you know? And then there's another season, you know? And it, it it's a very I don't know I don't know I suppose I've never written an autobiography or or won as many championship titles as he has <laughs> in basketball. So who am I to judge these things? Yeah. Um, but I, I'm finding it even though I don't know enough about all the players I know mm. enough just about to see you know what he's doing is is pretty impressive but I'm really quite interested to see how he takes it once because I think I'm up to I've, I've lost track of how many rings he's won but the book's called 11 so I think he's got a couple more to get right so <laughs> so and I'm only about three quarters of the way through so something else has got to happen once I once he's he's achieved the next bit but it's an interesting, it's an interesting read, okay. and I, and it's reminded me. My old mate Graham from primary school, he said to me, "Well, you've got to watch this um, thing on Netflix called The Last Dance, which is which is the story of Michael Jordan at the Chicago Bulls, I think, right. and how 
because Jordan, he was, I mean, he's an amazing basketball player, obviously, but he took a year and a half out to go and play baseball, didn't he? Yeah. You know this story? Yeah, I, I, yeah I remember hearing something about that. Yeah, uh, yeah but I, I mean, I don't know enough, enough about it, but <clears throat> that's part of the story with Phil Jackson. Right. And, um, and yeah, it's it's really yeah, it's it's yeah, it's very interesting how he deals with that. He just kind of goes, well, you know, if someone's made their mind up, let them get on with it. And then of course, when J- Jordan wants to come back, he's like, yeah, come on in, come back in. And um, but one of one of the really great things that he describes about Michael Jordan is the way that I don't know about you, but if if I was in a championship game, like literally one of the the pivotal moments where you can win, you know, the championship. And Michael Jordan just is watching the clock tick down and just still hanging on to the ball because what he wants to do is score with just a few, so few seconds left yeah. that they can't get back into it. Yeah. So he's so confident because <laughs> I'd be thinking, I'm going to miss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just yeah. thinking, all I've got to do is wait a few more seconds, put that ball back through that hoop, and then we've won the whole thing. Yeah. And so, you know, in that... He does this, actually to be fair to Phil Jackson, he describes it really well. It's like time mm. stops. Yeah. And Michael Jordan's just just taking his time because you know because this fa- that famous story isn't there of Michael Michael Jordan. I think it's Michael Jordan where he did an advert and they said, look, Michael, we're doing this advert, but what you've got to do is miss <laughs> miss the hoop. Right. And and it took him thirty attempts to miss. <laughs> It's like, oh, for fuck's sake, Michael. Just throw another one in. Oh, it's gone in again. Jeez, Michael. Stop being come so good. On. You know, yeah, stop it. And I, f- I find that, uh, you know, the ability under pressure to be able to do that. I mean, I think I suspect I need to watch that last dance thing because I think I'd really enjoy it. Yeah. Because in that way that I think, you know, we've had this discussion about Man United <laughs> and that great team that they had, hmm. you know. The thing with the Chicago Bulls is they had just the most amazing team. Mm. Uh, but, and I think the reason it's called the last dance is because basically they all got to an age where really they couldn't be traded anymore. Right. So they were just given one more year, all of them, like Phil Jackson and you know Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and all these great basketball players, just to say, look, hey, you know what? We might as well pay you for another year. You're all amazing. Can you Can you win the championship again? Because you're just too old, really. You know, you wouldn't, right. you know, so off off you go. Try and make the most of it kind of thing. And that's all what they all did. They just went, right, nothing to lose. Final season in basketball. Just just see what we can finish off here. So it must, it must have been an extraordinary bit of, you know, sports history. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, brilliant. Yeah. That sounds good. That goes. I know yeah. nothing about basketball at all. I'm probably a bit, I don't know, like, yeah, I know and just about enough about basketball. Hmm. I don't know why they play so many games. <laughs> you know, when you, like, you know, fucking hell, they play hundreds of games. Do they? You know, yeah. And I don't even know how long a basketball game is, but they seem to milk it for every second. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, I... I mean, I, we know at the end of a football match, someone might take a ball, the ball into the corner and sort of mess around for a bit just right. to run down the clock. Yeah, yeah. But there's not enough space on a basketball court to kind of really do that. You just got to kind of keep going at it either end. Really, yeah, yeah. seems to me. Yeah. Um, well, it's like American football as well, isn't it? That's, it's all about the clock, and it's all very stop-start. Yeah. Kind of uh, approach and to they sport, seem to call, isn't it? Yeah. 
they call out timeouts. They can just call a timeout with mm. like ten seconds to go on the clock or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why would you bother? Yeah, it's only ten seconds, but yeah, yeah. same in American football, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, yeah, because they can still throw a, you know, yeah, it, thingy. It's, it's very weird stop-start thing yeah. that they seem to do with American sport a lot. It's um, not not so much here, is it? Or no, but it. I tell you what, it did remind me of the, the Ted Lasso, though, because <laughs> right, yeah. because of that kind of. That, uh, you know, I, I know, I know this happens. But t- tactically, you have certain plays that yeah. you have, yeah. and um, and that is clearly my. So the in basketball, there's this triangle thing, mm. which makes sense, I guess, in yeah, terms get me, you of either get me defensive or well, offensive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you see it, don't you? You see mm. them play them in triangles, and mm. um, but it, it's interesting <laughs> for some of these teams, they'd never done, they'd never played in this certain way. That's right. part of. Right. Anyway. Yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, that's enough of me going on about Phil Jackson. You know why I know know the name Phil Jackson? Is right. I've been intrigued by that. Um, you know, Tenacious D. Yeah. <laughs> They've got that song "Rock Is Dead." Right. Yeah. Rock is dead, and and one of the one of the things Jack Black says is, "Phil Jackson's the master of Zen." Oh, okay. And I thought, who the fuck is Phil Jackson? Right. Okay. And that's taken me down this weird wormhole to them uh, reading his book. Okay. No. <laughs> Talking of Tenacious D, have you seen any of Jack Black's recent uh, TikTok videos? No, I haven't, no. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, check them out. They're so funny. They keep pop- okay. I, don't, I don't have TikTok, but they keep popping up on my Facebook. So brilliant. He's been doing loads of these lockdown videos, which is basically just him running around his garden in his pants. Right? <laughs> dancing around like an idiot like he does so brilliantly and he's done a whole set of marvel ones <laughs> so he did one where oh, he was good. De- he was just as I thor think I saw a hulk one yeah oh, right. yeah he's done thor hulk spider-man captain america iron man the captain america one just dropped and it's just so funny it's so good <sighs> yeah but they're, they're definitely oh. worth checking out <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's another I one really, of him singing I, the Mandalorian theme tune as well. That's really. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we were going to talk about the Mandalorian, weren't we? We were, yeah. We need to. We need a plan for that, don't we? I think we, we need, need a plan. To, maybe maybe we should do sort. yeah season two rewatch and then talk about the whole thing. Yeah, maybe that'd be yeah. good. Yeah, because I, I mean. Oh, oh, it's it's weird. We you know the way on like Disney and uh, what else Netflix, you can put your own photo in. Yeah. So we have like yeah. us five. Yeah. We who all have, have you, a profile. Who have you got? <laughs> well, for, for uh, this is a good que- this is a good question actually to ask people, isn't it? Who have you got on your little Netflix well, profiles and stuff? In our in our family, you know mm. who set the profiles. Okay. By by the conflict of pictures for the other children by the other children, <laughs> okay. if you see what I mean. Right. So so on Disney, I'm pretty sure. Well, so I'm on Disney. I am Baby Yoda. Okay. Obviously. Um, <laughs> Obviously, yeah. <laughs> whereas I think I think Poppy set that up, and she's got Amy down as Cruella de Vil, because <laughs> they're always at. These two girls, honestly, drive me nuts. Um, on 
on Netflix. I'm. Do you know that film? Uh, you know, you know the chap who did um, uh, the big Oscar winner, the Korean film director Boon Joon Ho. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he directed that film called Op Opka Op Opcha, which is like a the story of oh that, that genetically hippo. engineered creature. Yeah, that's right. Right, yeah, yeah. That's me on on Netflix. Apparently, that's my picture. Oh. <laughs> I do have a thing about hippos. I mean, I love hippos. If I if I was to come back as something else, hippos the way I go. Hippos. Well, they're quite Hippo, dangerous, aren't they? Well, they are, but generally. I mean, just look at them. Aren't they lovely? Yeah, they uh, are nice. Until they open their mouths. Yeah, a lot of good big teeth. Then they become there. utterly terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my, my cousin, Jonathan, he was in the army for a while. And oh, he yeah. was in, he was in Kenya, and one night they were walking somewhere, and there was this big hole in the fence, right? And it said, uh, "Danger, hippos" on the sign. Yeah. And him and his mate were like, "Come on, let's go and have a look." <laughs> and they nipped through the fence, and they're walking along, and suddenly they heard this bang, 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 <laughs> like the sound of hippo feet. And he said he's never run so fast in his life. He needs to. And leapt through the hole in the fence. Wow. And they didn't even see the hippo. No, thank God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They kill more people than any other African creature, don't they, apparently? They do, yeah, yeah. Well, they're famously hungry, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I just took a mouthful of water then. Bad <laughs> timing. Perfect timing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I don't like the I don't like the violent side of the hippo. I like the lots of swimming and lots of eating. Mm. I just think that would be you'd just be happy, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, that that I could get behind definitely. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, we watched a we watched a film called <laughs> My Octopus Teacher. Oh, I've been meaning to watch that. I started oh. watching it and, and fell asleep. I was very tired. Oh, and it yeah. was it well, was quite. The guy's voice was kind of a bit like that, and I just I made made about five minutes and then I was gone. But um, yeah. yeah, is is it good? Yeah, it's lovely. Didn't it get an it's Oscar? Kind of, yeah, I think it did actually. Yeah. yeah. Although I was just I went out running with my mate Mike this morning, and uh, his son-in-law is South African, so seems to know everything about South Africa and yeah. it's set in South Africa. And he, oh, yeah. he apparently Mike said, "Oh yeah, they filmed it in three days." I'm yeah. like. What do you mean? Because it's a year. He gets out, oh. oh, no, I don't believe that. Oh. I'm like, don't ruin it for me, mate. It's just it's really nice. Although, I have to say, I mean, watch it again, because I, I want your opinion on the fella. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if it was... You know, I suppose the thing is, it's like, you know, I mean, I think my dogs are lovely, mm. Um but he seems very attached to this octopus. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think he, I think actually this, this, it's, it's a bit like, you know, uh, Jaws isn't about a shark in right. a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really about the octopus. Okay. Yeah. Um, but as Kate said, I wouldn't eat octopus again. At the end. Right. <laughs> Cause octopus has definitely come out. Well, right. Yeah. Experience, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was fast. That's really fascinating. It's good. Yeah, it's worth watching. They missed the trick not calling it Doctor Octopus, didn't they? They did really. They probably yeah. would have got in trouble though. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah. Or, or just had a cameo from Alfred Molina. <laughs> yeah. Just turns up and goes, careful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with the octopus. <laughs> yeah, no, I must yeah. have another. I've been meaning to give that another another go. Mm. I'll, add, I'll put that on my list for this week. B- big night tonight, though, because we're going to watch Nomadland. Are you? I have been wanting to see this film for months, as you know. Yeah, I'm I remember obsessed. you talking about it yeah, a few episodes back. I'm obsessed by Kathy Zhao and this whole what she's done with Eternals thing. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just, if it's, it's going to be like Nomadland, I just think it's going to be an extraordinary film. Just, mm. just because apparently they, the, the 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 premise is after Thanos. They sort of come. They start to awaken, as it were. Oh, they're continuing right. just to live in society. Yeah. And then they're kind of like, oh dear, we really ought to, you know, get back to defending the earth and okay. dealing with the deviants and all this kind of stuff. Right, right. So, um, I yeah, I, I yeah, I'm very very excited by this. And it's well, it certainly did well at the Oscars, didn't it? Blimey. It did, yeah. Can't yeah. really do any better than that. Not really. Oh, um, <laughs> um, you sent me the trailer for the new, um, the forthcoming West Side Story movie. Oh, oh mate. <laughs> <laughs> Brought back some memories. It certainly did. It certainly did. I'd forgotten you punched me in the face. I did, yeah. Totally accidentally made. Method active, mate. It's all part yeah. of the role. Yeah, me and Rob were in a production of West Side Story at school. (laughs) And I was one of the Jets, Rob was one of the Sharks. And at one point we had a rumble, as I think the technical term for it was. (laughs) It was, yeah. And I found myself uh, astride Rob's chest, punching him in the face. (laughs) And uh, accidentally, one of my stage punches connected with his nose. Still, it's all healed up now. <laughs> oh dear! And that reminded me of another incident where I punched you off a chair in a, in a classroom. Do you remember that? That is more than I don't remember that. I think we were, we were just mucking about. Yeah. And again, I think I just pretended to punch you, but actually punched you and knocked you off your chair into the aisle. I think it was in a math lesson. <laughs> I don't know how many times I can get away. We keep saying it oh. was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I punched him was an accident. Yeah. It won't happen again. Oh. Maybe that's why you... you... I'm going to leave yeah. him one day. <laughs> oh, well, I, do, I have to show the sign. Oh, no. It was just... Oh, crikey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mate. That was just, and did you fell off the stage as well, didn't you? During I did one fall of the off the stage on oh, the one night that they videoed funny. it, <laughs> <laughs> doing one of the dance routines because they built these um, sort of walkways, didn't they, out from the stage? That's right. That we could go and those boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember I, we were doing this dance routine where I had to sort of slowly s- turn round in a circle on the spot. Yeah. And um, yeah, and my foot just went off the edge of the stage, and that was it. And I sort of <laughs> dropped off and jumped straight back on again. I think I almost gave myself a groin strain. 
But, um, <laughs> well, it was a big surprise to the band in the middle, wasn't it? It was, yeah. <laughs> Seemed to recall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we took it so seriously, though, didn't we? We did. I mean, we did. We did. Lot. We had dance lessons for months beforehand. Yeah, yeah, we did. It was really good. I really we thought put a we lot did into well. it, and um, I think it was, I think it was generally thought to be a really good production. Yeah. You know, yeah. we had the live sort of orchestra in the middle there. I mean, that music's tough. They got a lot yeah. of the Royal Marines guys in to to help out with that. Oh right. It was, uh, it's a yeah. tough score. Yeah, the the school band weren't quite up yeah. to it. Um, yeah. Oof. But yeah, it was a big old production that. They put a lot into it. It was. And we yeah. we we spent a whole year really, didn't we, rehearsing and, <laughs> we did. and getting ready for yeah. it. In fact, in many ways that was more productive than my A levels. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We had dance routines, didn't we? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So we were, I mean, I remember being a night in various parties and nightclubs and music would come on. We could do the whole West Side Story dance routine oh, yeah. to any music. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> at any time, couldn't yeah, we? Yeah. So it was great fun, you know? You can click your fingers and walk along at the same time. Exactly, to pretty yeah. pretty much I mean, anything. Exactly, you know. <laughs> But I mean, it's going to be really good to see a new West Side Story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean the I'm, music's fantastic. I'm not a big musicals guy, but no, I like that either. one. I think partly because you know we hmm. did our own version of it. But yeah, <clears throat> but yeah. I think the music in it and the songs and stuff are, are really strong. Yeah, I, I like agree. a lot of the incidental music rather than the big big numbers. There's yeah. a lot of interesting stuff going on throughout it, but. Um, yeah, and they've said I mean, it. They've said it around the time of the original film as well, haven't they? In the fifties, it's one of those things where you wonder. Okay, so you're going to follow exactly the same story. You're going to set it at the same time. Yeah, you're going, you've obviously got the same music. Yeah. Um, why why are you remaking it? Yeah, you know? that's the weird thing that struck me. I mm. thought, well, obviously this. Well, not obviously, but I assumed it was going to be an updated version set. Now, yeah. Hmm. You know, but I'm not sure it is. No. It's Spielberg's directing it, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Spielberg, yeah, Spielberg I mean, film. So, so, but you do get the sense with Spielberg that he just makes anything he wants now. You know what I mean? He's it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. He's kind of well, you're Spielberg, you know, just hey, yeah. I yeah. want to do this now. Okay, off you go. Yeah. Um, but that Ansel Elgore is the Jets guy. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Who's I mean, Baby Driver is such a great film. Yeah, I've He's... not seen it yet. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, mate. Mate, stick that on the list. Okay. What was it you were watching the other day? Oh, A Quiet Place. Oh, last night. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Finally got around to watching that like two years, three years later. Yeah, because I, um, I really wanted to see it. I didn't get the chance to see it in the cinema when it was out, which is what I really would have liked to have done. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, missed missed the boat on that one. Yeah. Um, quite a funny story about that. Um, my my ex brother in law. Oh yeah. Um, enjoys his food. Right. Right, and would often take quite a lot of snacks into the cinema. <laughs> right. Right. Oh no! And, I um, think I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he gets into this one and realizes. <laughs> <laughs> My ex went with him, and and uh, she's like, they quickly realised that he's not going to be able to eat there, sit there eating snacks all the way through the movie. 
And uh, and, and my ex is saying she's watching him and he's like twitching. He's really struggling not to have something to eat. (laughs) And it's quite a tense film anyway. (laughs) And and, and it gets to one of the bits where there is some noise. She said she'd never seen anyone eat a packet of crisps so quick. I can see it. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, great film. Really good. Loved it. Oh, it I knew it was good. good. It? You know, everyone said at the time how brilliant yeah. it was. But um, yeah, it is very tense. And you know, like we've been talking about how I've been trying to, I've been finding it difficult to watch tense things. Yes. Yeah. Now things are lifting. Mm. You know, things are, you know, I'd been out busking, you know, mm. I've been back to playing music, you know, yeah. self-employment grants coming through. So, nice. you know, and then next month I start getting money coming back in from work, starts to yeah. open up again. So I'm sort yeah. of a bit more chilled yeah. out about the mm. whole financial side of things. Yeah. Um, had had a nice day yesterday. We did did the busking. And mm. then me and Joe went out, had a couple of beers. Nice. Got a curry in. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Just had a nice chilled out day. Yeah. And also Joe's not very good with horror films. Oh, okay. And like things that make you jump. Yeah. I mean, she jumps at all sorts of stuff that you wouldn't expect anyone to jump at. <laughs> it's really rather endearing. Um, and um, And we tried watching it probably about a year ago. And oh, she was, okay. We got like five minutes in. And she's like, no, 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 no I can't okay. do this. This is too it's much. Tense. Yeah. Um, so, but she was like, should we give it another try? I was like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, we started watching it. She managed about 15 minutes, 20 minutes in this time. Right. And then she was like, no, I just can't do this. So she, she, she popped her headphones on and was watching something else on her tablet. So I carried on watching it and um, I was really trying not to look at my phone or do anything and sort of try and replicate that cinema experience of like, you haven't got yeah. a choice. You've got to just sit here and mm-hmm. and go through this. Yeah, I must admit there were a couple of points where I had to look away. Mainly the nail, like you said <laughs> in your text. I'm really bad at anything to do with feet getting hurt. I just yeah. it's it's a particular thing for me. I mean it is for everybody, I'm sure, but it, just that yeah, just, yeah. just but I uh just just things happening to feet I really yeah. really struggle with. Mm. And um but I messed it up. You know when you look away and you to try and avoid something <laughs> and because Joe wasn't watching it to say oh it's right, it's, it's happened now yeah. you can look. I just had to guess. So I'd sort of, I'd sort of, was sort of looking. I think I might even picked up a cushion and was hiding behind a cushion, <laughs> right? Like, oh God, oh, I can't look. And the moment I peeped up to, to see if it had happened yet was the moment she trod on the nail. And I was like, oh no, I saw it. Oh God. And then, so she's got, <laughs> so she's trod on this nail, trying not to scream. 
And then she's got to try and pull her... F- and I see she's having difficulty pulling her foot back off the nail. So I'm looking away. I'm hiding behind the cushion again. I think, oh, oh. And because there's no sound, you can't tell when it's happened. No. So, oh, so I'm, I'm having to guess again. I, think, I really don't want to see her pulling her foot off the nail. And of course, oh. I look up at the moment she pulls her foot off the nail. So I needn't have bothered looking away at all. <laughs> Because I saw the two bits I was trying to avoid seeing. Oh, God. And then any time anybody came down those stairs, even the monsters, oh. I was like, watch out for that nail. Oh, God. Someone else is going to tread on it. <laughs> oh, man. It's so, yeah. But why? I, I tell you what amazes me about that film is that John Krasinski who yeah. is the lovable character in the American office. Yeah, yeah. Who is just, just strikes you as one of the nicest men you could ever meet. Yeah. Directed this absolutely tense yeah. Yeah. horror movie. Yeah, I, really well. Oh, yeah, hats off to him. I and mean, they're married in real life. Yeah, that's which right. Which I didn't yeah, realise till afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Him and Emily Blunt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Awesome. Just, Just a good guy. And we've got the sequel coming out in September. That's right, yeah, because it should have come out last year, shouldn't it? I mean, we've yeah, got... Yeah, That's long overdue. Yeah. It's got Killian Murphy in, hasn't it, the it sequel? Has, yeah. And apparently, Krasinski's managed to write himself back into it somehow. So I don't know yeah. if it's like a flashback. It must be a flashback. Yeah, it must too. be, mustn't it? Yeah. But um, yeah, brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good movie. Great film. I'm trying to think what... Oh, um, Resident Alien... Yeah, I've I've started episode. I think I've started episode four. I think I've finished episode three. So I'm a bit behind you on that. I've just finished uh, five, so I'm only a oh, little okay. bit ahead. Oh no, I tell you exactly where I've got to. I've got to the bit where he, I mean, where he he tells the uh, her family about her daughter. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I just got to yeah. that bit, and yeah. I had to stop because I don't right. know whatever reason. Yeah, and that's uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's so inept, inept isn't he he's yeah. just but you can sort of tell what's going to happen in a way because you know it's uh, <laughs> the other bit really made me laugh was when he kisses that girl oh yeah. <laughs> he goes hmm rigor mortis it is good the, the humour in that show crept up on me a little bit. Yeah. Do you know me what too. I mean? I didn't find mm. myself chuckling that much at the beginning, the first no, few episodes. No. But as it's gone on, it's got funnier, I think. Yeah. I or mean, may, the, in the maybe first I've episode. I've sort of been enjoying it more. Yeah. The first episode when he starts drinking in the bar. Yeah. That is hilarious. That is good, yeah. And, and I like the way he, he sort of wakes up with a hangover and he's like, well, clearly it affects us aliens different to the humans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because yeah. otherwise they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I always like the interactions with the kid best. Yes. Like, that's yeah, that's my, really They're my good. favourite bit. Yeah. Yeah. Calling each other names and that sort of <laughs> antagonistic sort of uh, yeah. relationship they've got. It's brilliant. Yeah. Which is reminiscent of that. Uh, what's that? Uh, that gore man thing that you <laughs> did you manage to watch it no i haven't watched it yeah not yet but i, I watched yeah. the advert on imdb oh uh, psycho gore man 
Psycho Gorman. And, so um, brilliant. There's a bit where uh, the kids leave him watching telly or something. <laughs> yeah. And the kid says something like, see ya. And, and he goes, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. I thought, the kid goes, yeah, okay. This is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. I thought that was funny. It's such a brilliant so, movie, man. It's so funny. Oh, I need to watch it. It's, um, I need to watch it. Yeah, it's a great film. Um, <clears throat> I was actually uh, back and forth with them on Messenger. Oh, really? It's like a gourmet people. Oh, really? Because I was trying to wow. get hold of a Blu-ray. Ah, and they re- right. They released a special edition. There was only like 2,000 of them. But right. with import... Import, importing uh, it would have cost me like 60 quid and I was like I just really? haven't got that much money no. so I've been on, on, a, on a weekly basis just googling seeing if there's a because mm. there was a German release which would have been right. region 2 so we'd have been able to watch it mm. um, but then this region 3 one's just come out which is so right. okay. beyond genre it's part of some line uh. of, of, of movies I guess yeah, so I picked that up. I got that, and that arrived the other day. It's like, oh, brilliant! Because it's got all like the behind-the-scenes stuff that I'm really keen to, to, yeah. to, to hear. Um, Dan and Steve had the guy that did the music for it, and the music for it is fantastic. It's all like oh, okay. 80s style, yeah, stuff. It's just brilliantly done, and they had the guy on their show. Oh wow! Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, um, and um. It's it's a, you know it's a real low budget thing. It's a passion sort of project. Yeah. But it's just brilliant. It's so good, and I I would say um, it's worth twenty quid just to get the DVD. Yeah. It's it's that yeah. brilliant. Because it did it did take me back to our filmmaking attempts. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the Chris box yeah. and um yeah the Chris box uh... monster from outer space. <laughs> Whatever happened to that film? I've got the VHS somewhere. Have you? Yeah. Because you, you, yeah, we should get that like put onto Digi- digital. You know, digital. You, yeah. you can just take it into a photo what's it place, can't you? And get can it you? converted apparently. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Well, I've got to sort through a load of um, video tapes and stuff like that hmm. that are all in my parents' garage. Yeah. So um, if I find it, Let I'll see know. if I can get it. Yeah. Get it sorted out. Yeah, because we had was, our... we we tried to make a movie, didn't we? In in, in the summer holidays, <laughs> on my dad's sure video we... camera. That's right. I don't think we got very far with it, did we? Well, we kind of, as far as I remember, it was a basic your basic alien invasion B mm. movie kind of plot. Yeah, which we just improvised as we went along. Really, I don't think it was a particularly great bit of storytelling. No. I can't remember what happened. Have I have I shared with you our version of Lord of the Rings? <laughs> no. I'll have to I'll have to dig it out. We <laughs> we decided one year that we would we would um, have a, a, a for New Year's the family sort of with our, with kids who are all the same ages as ours. We'd all make a movie and have a like an Oscars night for New Year. All right, nice. Uh, and so we 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 recreated Lord of the Rings, and uh, with well, what do we call it? I can't remember. It's really good because ma- mainly for Jack's performance as um, Gollum. 
Oh, okay. Um, Amazing. With a, a swim cap on. And um, he, yeah, I think he nailed it. I It's it's a, it's a sort of journey story. Yeah. It's, it's got the music from Lord of the Rings. Amazing. Um, there's a bit where Amy flies and we dangle her on strings and stuff. It's really, yeah, it's quite something actually. And uh, Lola, Lola's in it, obviously. Brilliant. She would be. Um, no, I'll have to dig it out, mate, and send it over because it's, um, yeah, I don't think I don't think we could do it again. I just think it's uh, it's just a, a moment of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I, I, well, we haven't. Jo- so John O'Neill asked many questions, and I was going to tell you about. Um, uh, the whole story of um, the hottest member of the MCU from both male and female perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he pushed you for an answer, didn't he? He did push me for an answer. In the end, I conceded that I, I felt it was Gamora, yeah. um, which might say more about maybe, you know, I mean, the fact that Gamora is green. Um, mm. uh, and... But yeah, no, I think that would be my. So anyway, I discussed this with Kate, and and a bit so that there's a sort of fairness and balance in the world. Yeah. And uh, and and eventually she conceded that um, Chris Hemsworth was her probably her uh, favorite. Okay. All right then. Yeah. Uh, she's fair mm. enough. And uh, and I said to her, "What is that? Is that because he's like really muscular and funny?" Mm. And she's like, "No, not really. She's, he's just really good looking." <laughs> oh, <laughs> fair enough. Oh well, you know. So I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who who John actually chose. Actually, I was watching. Oh, he's yeah, he's Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, think he, I think his his wife said Thor as well, didn't she? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and Joe is Robert Downey Jr. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I sort of I sort of had to push her on it. She was like, I don't really yeah. I don't really fancy people on telly or films or whatever. It's not really something that she does. Okay. But she said if pushed, if she had to pick somebody, she'd pick him just because of his kind of, uh, just his personality and his charisma hmm. more than anything. Yeah, yeah fair enough. But yeah, she wasn't wasn't really that fast. Yeah. Okay. And then when I started thinking about it a bit more, I started coming up with all kinds of people, really. <laughs> <laughs> just a long list. Yeah. Top 10. Well. Top 10. Maybe yeah, 20. It was Hayley Atwell. And then I thought of that picture of... Um, uh, Black Widow's white costume. I'm yeah, like, that's right. That's, 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 a, that's, that's a, a good look. look. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Wanda in a uh, <laughs> yes. in a costume, in a Halloween outfit. In a Halloween outfit. And she did that cute little thing that's become yeah. a meme. That's quite yeah. appealing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, that makes yeah, sense. That's all right. But yeah. it, <clears throat> oh, talking of costumes, what about? Ooh, yeah. um, Hawkeye's, yes, uh, comics accurate purpley costume. Yeah, they seem to have nailed it, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From that, so is it Matt Fraction something Adger, the artist, run on Hawkeye? Yeah, yeah, that's it. They've really, yeah, that's apparently that's the inspiration for this 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 TV series. Yeah, because Echo's in that as well, isn't she? Yeah, Yeah. which is good. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I kind of feel that I'm 
I mean, not as if there's not a lot of things to watch because we started watching something called Shadow and Bone. Oh on yeah, we started. Netflix. We started watching the first episode because I thought Joe would like that. It's kind of that yeah. fantasy type stuff. Yeah, yeah. But we and, we made the mistake of watching it during the day when it was really sunny, uh, and because yeah. of this roof window we've got, yeah, it sort of shines down on the TV screen. You couldn't really see what was going on, so we thought we'd save it for an evening view. Yeah. Well, we're we're up to episode three. Right. And uh, Kate, both Kate and Amy have read it, have oh, read the okay. stories. I right. think Kate said she, uh, she she wasn't overly impressed with the books, but I but I think as a TV production, I think they've done a really good job because it's it's really engaging. Okay. And um, it's it's kind of it's a, it's a young adult book, mm. and yet and yet it's a fifteen certificate, which okay. I'm not really sure how that all works, um, but. It is one of those things where everyone's kind of pretty, you know what I mean? Right, everyone, yeah, yeah. everyone looks great, yeah, you know, which yeah. is quite cool. Yeah, and I like, I like it. I, I'm enjoying it actually. Okay. Finding yeah. it really, it's certainly want to watch more of it. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, pretty good. Um, but now we've got Black Widow and Loki to look forward to. We have and Modok. And Modok, yeah, that looks hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. And then, and then what was the other thing I was going to mention to you? I can't remember what else it was. Um, I've been in touch with Stu. He's been listening to the podcast. Yeah, he said, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, he said he said he's listened to him at all. Does he get a prize? And I said, yeah, no prize. <laughs> <laughs> I think he thought it was sort of slightly humorous. Oh. Um, and then uh, he's just sent me yeah, a text, lovely. actually. He's okay. just sent me a text. It says, I enjoyed John's recollections of how the O-level English lit business english sets were selected at school yeah how he remembers is not how i remember it okay. basically the the brighter kids did lit and the less bright <laughs> did business <laughs> i don't think he's expecting me to read this out <laughs> well that's uh, weird I know, because i was a straight a student in english i know you're an excellent english student mm. i maybe it's uh, perspective from park which of course yeah, well, wasn't exactly. as good a, as a house as priory yeah yeah um I know because I actually thought business English might be more useful in the real world and opted for that, only to be told that no way was I going to be put in the, Bingle- in the business English set. Oh, well, okay. there you go. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, it's a park reference, I think. I think right. that's the difference. Oh, maybe that's what it was then. Maybe I was bad, you were badly advised to do that instead. Because uh, well, I, was also, I... I was also wrongly advised to do German instead of Latin. Because right. I was I was really good at Latin. Again, I was yeah, a straight A student in because I found stuff, it interesting. You? Yeah, but I was advised yeah. not to do it because it wouldn't help me get a job at the docks. <laughs> <laughs> so they so they said no, you want to do German. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay then. And that well, was this absolute shit show. Yeah, because the teacher was useless. The mm. day we turned up for our O level. First day at O-level o German, he goes, yeah, you're not going to get the O-level. We'll put you in for the CSE. Oh, great. Because he just couldn't be bothered to teach us up to O-level standard. <laughs> so immediately I've lost an O-level. Yeah. Yeah. And it well, was, me and it Bill was it... terrible. He was such a bad teacher. <laughs> Lodder. Lodder. Oh, Remember Lodder. that creep? Yeah. But oh. he was, yeah. He was a, yeah. Yeah. He's probably one yeah. of them. Hmm. Yeah, he was at the school, didn't he? He was a good pianist, though, wasn't he, Lodder? Was Is he? that right? Was he a pianist? Yeah, didn't 
he was I remember playing that grand piano in the hall once. Oh really? And it was like, wow. Yeah. He, almost like you have got some talent. Oh, he was a terrible teacher. Dreadful. <laughs> yeah. I think I think at one point my parents went up to school and complained. Yeah. About how we bad did have was. some bad teachers though, didn't we? Yeah. Honestly. We did. We had some dodgy ones as well, didn't we? Yeah. Um Oof. Yeah. Isn't that odd? It's yeah. sort, of, sort of weird choices. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, for me, because I wasn't, I had no, like, back, my parents hadn't been to university. I had no idea about going to university, to be honest. Yeah. And um, and I think when they sort of spoke to me about my future, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. And uh, yeah. probably a bit like you just said there, you know, I think they just thought we were all going to join customs. I think they yeah, thought basically, they were educating yeah. these smart kids to, at school to go and work in the customs thing yeah. or go to university or try and get some people to Cambridge and Oxford because yeah. that makes the school look good. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, yeah. And I think once I, I, I'd sort of said that, I, you know, I didn't, I couldn't get my head around going to university. Well, frankly, I was at 18. I was, well, I was about 17 when I finished my A-levels. Yeah. I just felt too young to go to uni. I just felt, yeah. I didn't feel remotely ready for anything that meant leaving home. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> No? Yeah. It just wasn't in that place. No. No. Yeah, yeah strange. Well, I, went up, I went and fucked around at art college for a year. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> yeah. After that. Yeah. It was a weird experience. I just, yeah, got a job and off it went, really. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Turned out all right, don't we? Turned out all right. Yeah, look, everything's good, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Podcasts and everything. Exactly. Well, we've got the podcast. This is it, isn't it? This is... <laughs> This is it, the pinnacle of our world experience coming through. Soon to, soon to be monetized. I'm still staring you're at that still, sigil. You're still doing it. Yeah, I still got it here. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's um, funnily enough, you know, you, you were saying about monetizing. There's a guy in my Vistage group whose wife runs a, a African cooking podcast. She makes 150 grand a year. What from the podcast? Yes. Flipping heck. What's the, I know. What sigil she is in? <laughs> You're gonna have to find out, mate. Yeah. I've got to find out. It's got to be an African one. That's what I think. Maybe we should introduce a cooking element into our show. Yeah. I do like That's a bit of cooking. Yeah, me too. I love eating. Yeah. Um, I had a nice curry important. last night. Oh, I love a curry. It's not agreed with me this morning. I'm not going to go into details, mm. though. But it's mm. uh, it's been a bit of a had- deal. Ooh. We 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 usually have a curry on a Saturday night, and uh, which I make from a not not from scratch, you know, sort of, you know, take the packet, you know, knock it all together. Oh yeah. And um, oh, that was it. They, actually, that's reminding me. I made me laugh. I was looking on Facebook, and John uh, O'Neill had put something up about Tolkien and Lord of the Rings and about terrible British food. Oh, okay. Did you see that one? What's that? Americans having a pop again? Are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. saying that British food is terrible. I'm going to see right, if I can yeah. find it. And and uh, <laughs> it, it was, it really. I, I, so I I thought I was being witty, but he probably doesn't think so, because uh, it was something to do with Tolkien was saying about. Um, oh, I'm going to have to try and find it. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Man looks at a computer. Isn't it? I always find this with Facebook though. I can never find anything that I've looked on it oh, when I want to show anyone else. It keeps you, refreshing itself, and suddenly the thing you were looking at, I find it's all gone. I find yeah. I, I like to use my Bluetooth earbuds to listen to stuff on my phone, 
Right. And I'll be a video pop up and I think, oh, I'll pop my earbuds in so I can have a listen to that. Mm. As soon as they connect, Facebook refreshes and the video disappears. So a <laughs> load of other stuff. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. It is weird. I'm going to search under John's name because that mm. might throw it up. You might want to narrow it down from John. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> oh, here it is. Right. Um, he put, in fantasy, ever wondered why the little people, dwarves, halflings, etc., mm. always portrayed as the... Well, oh, sorry. Ever wondered why the little people mm. are always portrayed as the best cooks. And it says, because Tolkien was British. Right. To him, the concept of good food was as much as a fantasy of a fantasy as elves and dragons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed, seemed a bit mean. It's a little bit uh, of a shot, isn't it? Yeah. That's all right. We can take it. I, I said controversial. Tol- Tolkien missed out on Indian food. <laughs> that's true, yeah. And that's so dish is, is now the national dish of this Madras, country. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's no, no, chicken it's tikka no masala. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, Kate was working in the garden yesterday and, and, and dug up the vegetable patch and then put a nice picture of the vegetable patch online. Yeah. And then someone commented, has anyone seen Rob? Because it looks like someone's been buried. <laughs> <laughs> so I put a little post saying, help, underneath the thing. So it doesn't seem to have got many responses. But oh, that's a shame. Made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> The old Facebook tumbleweed. <laughs> yeah. 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 It happens sometimes. Um, um, oh, and uh, uh, what else was I think I think that was what I was going to mention to you, actually. Um, so have we, we've had a message. Have we had another message? We have. We've had another voicemail from uh, our agent, friend of the stars, Steve, uh, with yet another member of the Star Trek cast. Ah. <laughs> so let's have a listen to that in Mail. Okay, so let me just get it up. Okay. Okay. As always, mate, strap in. <laughs> Ready it, myself. Things have taken a slightly dark turn. Ah, uh, okay. Hello, dear. Hello, dear electric shock people. It's me. It's me, your old mate, Patrick Stewart. Do you remember me? Do you? Or, or do you remember I was in that film called Ted? Well, actually, I hope you don't remember me in that, because it wasn't very good, was it? Do you remember? It was about that teddy bear that came to life. It was quite bad, wasn't it? Anyway... Anyway, you catch me. I'm very sorry. I've got to be quite quiet because uh, my mum's very cross with me. Um, so uh, I'm hiding in this wardrobe. It's the wardrobe in my bedroom. I'm be I'm hiding in it, and uh, it's a it's a big wardrobe, but um, there's a lot of stuff in the wardrobe. So there's not a lot of room to move around in the wardrobe. So I'm hiding in this wardrobe. I, I feel a bit like one of those kids in um that film, The Lion, the Witch and the um 
Oh, what's it called? The Lion, the Witch, and the Oh, Lion, the Witch, and the Cupboard. Yes, that's what I. That's what I feel like. But um, anyway, I'm hiding here. Hiding. She's out there somewhere. Oh, that was her. She's outside looking for me. Oh, anyway, well, oh, while I've been in the uh, wardrobe, um, I'll tell you about some... Uh, I've been reading some comics. Uh, they're called The uh, Immortal Hulk. It's written by Al Ewing and drawn by Joe Bennett. Oh, it's quite scary, it is. It's like... Mm, a, a horror Hulk. He's. Oh, oh. Oh, no. Oh, she sounds cross, doesn't she? Oh, um, anyway, yeah, this is, uh. <laughs> oh, she wouldn't call Johnny Frakes, would she? He'll duff me up. Oh, no. Oh, I think I'm going to be in a bit of trouble now. Oh, I don't... Oh, sh should I... Should I tell her? Do you think so? Any, Anyway, this, um... Oh, I'm a bit scared. I have. I have. I had a little accident the other day. Anyway, this comic is about the Hulk and he can't be killed even if you kill him during the daytime. He comes awake at night. He comes... I'm not hungry. I've got I've got what sits and a curly whirly and a mm Where is she? Has she gone? I don't know. Oh no. She can't smell me. What? I, I, I had to go to the toilet in the, in my uh, uh. Oh. Oh no. Call someone. Call, call the authorities. I'm scared. <laughs> oh dear. I, I, I don't know what to make of that. Do you think we should call the authorities? It's very worrying, isn't it? That was creepy, wasn't it? You could hear her calling it was, in. It was quite creepy, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's, it has taken a dark turn, you're right. It felt a bit like watching A Quiet Place again. 
<laughs> At least he's got a curly whirly. That's all yeah, I'll say. Yeah. He'll be all right. Oh, gosh. Well, well hope, hang I, in I, there, Sir Pat. Yeah, I, mean, I, I hope we hear from him again. Hope he's yeah. okay. Hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have, I've read uh, the first uh, volume of Immortal Hulk. <laughs> okay. And it is excellent. Right. It really is. And I, I, it's one of those things I think I will catch up with that at some point because it is this proper horror, I think. It's really very massively horror-inflected right, right. in a good way. And, uh, yeah, it's – yeah. I mean, I, Al Ewing is an excellent writer, I think. He's another um, old 2000 AD guy. Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't realise that. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, man. Yeah, he's a British guy. Yeah. I've tried – yeah, oh, good. Because he's currently writing – He's one of those writers who, you know, the way sometimes I've, I've said about this before, sometimes writers just get almost have to sustain the story. Mm. So the characters in the Marvel universe and fits with everything else. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't care about that. He's just going to do his own thing and create new stories and do all sorts of new stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's, he always seems pretty fearless in his writing. And I, I uh, cause he's currently writing guardians of the galaxy, I think. Oh really? Okay. Or is that Jerry Duggan? why i get the two confused but yeah mm. he's very good and he's got a image comic called something like uh we own we only find them when they're dead okay which i i've i ordered the <laughs> the first compendium mm. uh, uh and amazon sometimes do this where you can pre-order yeah. stuff yeah. and i so i pre-ordered it because i thought i saw it in the shop i thought i just i just want to read it because i think it'll be really good and um and and they contacted me to say, oh, we haven't got any of this. We, we, it's out now, but we haven't got a copy. And, you know, when you think, well, why didn't you put it? Why did you put it on the thing if it's not actually available? Right, um, yeah. So yeah. I'm keeping the pressure on them and saying, no, no fine. Just, you know, when you get it in, send me a copy kind of thing. Um, but oops, I, I need to catch up on that. Yeah. I'm, I've, I've added um, something to my wish list on Comixology. Right. That I might treat myself to in a in a few weeks' time. Um, oh yeah. Bone. Have you ever oh, read Bone? Jeff I've Smith. never read it. Yeah. No, I've, I've never read it. I bought the big fat graphic novel, the complete. Oh yeah. One, hmm. And um had a lovely time a few years back reading that to my son. Oh, cool. That was his bedtime story. We'd read a uh, uh, an issue a night kind of thing. Hmm. And it was it's so brilliant. It's so oh. fantastic. And um he's got that copy now, that's his. Because hmm. he's read it a couple more oh. times again since then. Yeah. It's one of his favourite things. And what I'd really like to do, because Emily's now about the same age he was when I read it with him, is to read it with her. Yeah. So Good. I'm looking at getting the digital yeah. version of that. Cool. But yeah, if you haven't read Bone, definitely read it. It's it's oh. a phenomenal bit of work. Okay. I like the sound of that. Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. I um, I read all the Hiccup Horrendous Haddocks, Haddock books, you know, How to Train Your Dragon books oh, with right. Jack. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. And I did all the voices and everything. Yeah. I had it all kind of yeah, nailed down. that's it. But we got um, – they are really great stories, aren't they? They are – I've not read just, the books. I've, I've, oh, I've seen the films, apart oh, from the last the, one, I think. The, the uh, the funny thing is that the book the films although they're sort of loosely based on they're nothing like the books the books oh, okay. are miles better right. they're much more manic crazy he gets himself into impossible situations and then somehow manages to get out 
and, and he says nothing is impossible just improbable and um he uh and of course jack and i got to a certain point we've got one book left so we stopped i stopped reading to him at the point of the second to last book and i keep saying to him i'm gonna have to get that last book and we're gonna have to finish it but now he's six foot four and 19 he's not so keen which seems a shame really right <laughs> yeah i know what you mean and he stays up much later than me, so... Yeah, maybe you can start reading them to you. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> That's how it goes eventually. Now, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dad, we're going to finish this. Yeah. Uh, okay, son. All right, then. Hmm. Did you ever read the, um, the Edge Chronicles? No. Paul Stewart no. and um, uh, Chris Riddell. No. Yeah, we did. they were good. We read those oh, okay. two. Sort of fan- fantasy thing. Yeah, um, we did Alex Alex Ryder. We did a lot of those. Okay, no, didn't read those. They're good. Did uh, Skullduggery Pleasant? Did you ever read any of those? No, but I was kind of intrigued by that because they bought <clears> a film <throat> out, didn't they? Did they? Did they do a film of it? Is it Skullduggery Pleasant? Is it? Is that the one where the kid is a? Oh no, maybe not. Oh no, that's um, Artemis, Artemis Fowl. Fowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The film's no, terrible, oh, no, apparently. I've read yeah, some of those. Just, yeah, uh, they're are they quite, any good? They're quite good. They're sort of yeah. like, um, um, yeah, the Artemis Fowl books. You've got this kid who's like a a, a crime genius, right? Uh, and a world of fairies based in this underground city, right? Um, and it starts off where he's trying to get fairy gold, mm. and um, so he's up against the sort of fairy police. Right. Trying to, uh, it's like a crime caper sort of thing. Okay. It was just quite good. They're quite good stories. Yeah. Apparently the film's yeah. an absolute travesty. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh directed it and everything, yeah, didn't he? it went so really badly wrong by the sound of it. I mean, yeah. friends of mine I know that are familiar with the books have been like, oh, this is just abysmal. Oh, and we, we shame, had a look it? at it because I was reading those with Emily and, um, mm. uh, like we've enjoyed the books, but yeah, the film apparently is not that great. Mm. Uh, but the Skullduggery Pleasant one—he's the skeleton detective. Right, it's a kind okay. of it's a sort of it's like a kids horror thing, and it does get right. really quite graphic in places. Oh, I read, okay. the, I think me with Nathan, we read like the first five books, and then it, he said, "This is getting a bit much." <laughs> right, because um, wow. it does get really quite gory. Hmm. Um, it's about a girl who gets caught up in a world of of magic and supernatural stuff going on. Okay. Uh, she becomes the sort of sidekick to this skeleton detective. Right. Who's really funny. He's quite dry. I do him as Roger Moore when I'm reading <laughs> it out. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, I like it. And they're in this world of sorcerers where there's good and bad ones and there's... Um, it's got a bit of a Lovecraft edge to it. Like the bad guys are trying to bring the Elder Gods back through from their evil dimension to rule the uh. earth. So it appeals to me on that that sort of level mm. with this sort of mythos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some pretty gory stuff. You know, people getting torn apart mm. and it's all quite, you know, well described. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a good, a good dose of humour in it, the sort of dark humour which works yeah. really well. And there's nice sort of witty banter between the characters and stuff like that. It's, yeah. It is a good read, but it does get quite intense from a, from right. a horror point of view. 
so it's, it's slightly weirdly pitched because they're yes. kids books but they they do edge into some really quite unpleasant stuff hmm I think it would be. I don't know. I'm surprised that they have that. I, I'm sure it's probably been stuck in development hell for many years. Yeah. Um, some kind of show, TV show. It make a great like Netflix show. Yeah. Well, we we've read a series of books called um, The Rivers of London. Have you heard about Ben Aranovich? I've heard of it. They're, yeah. Yeah, and I think they've made it into a comic actually, okay. which I haven't read. But um, the books are excellent. And, and again, it's a source material for a film or a TV thing. Mm. I would have thought they're just, you know, perfect. You know, this whole, yeah. the, the Metropolitan Police just happens to have, you know, an old magician. Right. And then it gets a trainee. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's kind of, but the, the way, I like the way they do the magic. Because it's not, it's not without a price, I suppose uh, okay. you might say. Right, right. Um, and uh, yeah, they're really they're a good, really good set of books. And um, funnily, funnily enough, when I was reading them, do you know that Ben Bailey Smith? Yes, I uh, do. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's really cool. I think he does. He is, he's, he's great. I thought I thought I, I could. He was he was my apprentice, you know, in in my mind okay. in the books. Right, he Got just you. seemed to tick all the boxes to be that character. Yeah, um, but he might be too old for it now. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah, cool. Okay. So, you you up to anything tomorrow, Bank Holiday Monday? Um. Well, the weather's looking bad. It looks like it's going to rain mm. quite a bit. Mm. So we've kind of got sort of wet weather plans, really. So we're not really yeah. going out and doing anything. Yeah. Uh, Emily will be with us. Because cool. uh, she's Sunday through to Wednesday, and obviously she's got the day off school. Joe's got the day off work. Yeah, so yeah. what we've done, we've planned to have um, like an American style lunch, sort of dinner yeah. with um, Americans talking of British food. <laughs> yeah, we're actually going to make some American food. So Good. we're going to do American style mashed potatoes with um, nice. Fried chicken, which won't be fried. It'll be done in the oven because it's healthier. Uh, exactly. But I've got a nice recipe for like buffalo chicken that we're going to do uh, with yeah. corn ribs. So yeah. have you made nice. corn ribs out of a sweet corn? No. Right, you basically no. cut them lengthways into quarters. Oh, okay. Rub, uh, rub them with a bit of olive oil and a sprinkle mm -hmm. of um, cayenne pepper. Right. Stick them in the oven tell you what we're going to get a sponsor out of this so good mate well that is the cooking element bringing in a yeah. cooking element in so we can make some well, money like we you already you already do cook as if you're on tv yeah. so this exactly. is exactly well, exactly i just switched it to podcast form yeah so yeah, yeah. so you get hmm. you get your sweet corn <laughs> yeah chop it lengthways you've got to be careful because it's quite hard to cut i was gonna through say the, that can't be core. an easy need, easy slice you need a nice sharp yeah. heavy knife and you've got to be a bit careful yeah. um I take no responsibility for any severed digits as a result of this yeah. recommendation. Mm. Um, but yeah, cut it into quarters, bit of oil, bit of uh, cayenne pepper. Yeah. Um, and yeah, stick them in the oven on an oven tray. Okay. About 180 for about yep. 20, 25 minutes mm. till they start to brown a little bit around yeah. the edges. 
Mm. I make up a nice little dip for them out of mayonnaise and um, cans of style oh, nice. barbecue sauce. Ooh, ooh mix this that together. Good. Makes a nice little yeah. dip for them. We're gonna mm. have some green beans and um, yeah, that'll be our lunch. Yeah, um, and then we're going. We've got a escape room game. Oh, nice. And I love an escape have room. Have you seen the Exit Games? They're called Exit Games. No. It's like a little box. Um, and it's like an, a, a, a do-it-yourself escape room game. You get a little booklet. Right. There's usually a sort of decoder wheel thing in there. Um, and there's well, a little, like this. little booklet that tells a little story. And you have, it's got images and pictures in. And you have to find hidden yeah. clues. And Oh, man. They're really good fun. Cool. They're one-shot things. Because normally you end up having to like cut things up and... Right. Rip things out of the box and, mm. you know, the whole thing can be used somehow Some sometimes. You're never quite yeah. sure. Each one's different, obviously, but mm. but they're really good fun. They're like, oh, I cool. don't know, 15 quid and you get a good afternoon, a good two, three hours fun out of them. Well, yeah. it depends how good at them you are. You <laughs> you do have a timer. Okay. It normally takes us about an hour, hour and a half to get, them, get through them. Yeah, you can right. get them at different cool. difficulty levels as well. But yeah, we've yeah. done we've done a few of those and they're really good fun. Yeah. So um yeah, we'll be doing that. Hey, cool. What about you guys? Have you got any plans? Well, we got we got someone coming in to um deal with the terrible sanding that we've done on the on the oh. um on the landing and the stairs, right, to our house. Landing and the hallway sanding. as well. Sorry? Landing sanding. Landing sanding. And his uh, his name is he's got kind of a uh, a German sounding name. I can't remember what it is, but Sandy he, Landon. He... <laughs> that would be good. That'd be good, wouldn't it? And they, but basically, we have to clear the landing and the stairs and all the area. Well, because we've got a couple of bookshelves, we've got to clear the whole area because he's coming tomorrow morning at eight o'clock to start work, Ooh. and we've got to get out the house with the dogs, basically. Right. Because we can't do anything with, you know, you can't really wander around the house unless you're using the landing, the stairs or the right. hallway. Right. He's doing the hallway as well. Okay. But it, it's, so we're going down to Rochester to meet my dad because we hadn't seen him for six months. Okay. Um, with the dogs. And yeah. then we're going to go and have a picnic in the rain. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so. So what, does your dad live in Rochester now? No, he lives in Canterbury. In fact, I should have got oh, him out okay. to see you busking. I was kind of oh, kicking myself yeah, there. He yeah. would have loved oh, to have seen been you. Lovely to see him again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so next time, yeah, warn me. I'll get him down. Okay, he, yeah. I, I, yeah. He loves live music. He'd love your music as yeah, well. I yeah. know he would. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, he still do his dancing. Well, th- this is the trouble. He hasn't been able to do it because they oh, haven't. I suppose they can't get it, together. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he was. He yeah. was doing loads of dancing. Oh, yeah, brilliant. So, um, oh, good old Martin. It'd be lovely to see him again. Yeah, no, he'd and he'd love to see you as well. Yeah. So, uh, plus my folks so you, were there as well. They came over. I know yeah, that would yeah. be. He'd love to see them too. Yeah, so yeah. that would have been cool. Oh, nice. Next time. Yeah, Next we'll time. have to sort that out. Mm. Um. So yeah, I'd, yeah, it'd be just so good to see him, and uh, so yeah, yeah so but. Amy is working, so she can't come with us. I don't right. think we've broken it to her that she's got to be out of the house at 8 o'clock. Oh. Or that's not going to go well. Anyway, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Amy. She, I think she's now that sort of post-university bit. She's got a job. Uh, okay, right, right. She, and, and I think just living with us. I know she doesn't necessarily always mean it, but it's just tough, isn't it? I remember 
God, right, just, right. you do get to a point, don't you, in life where it's like living at home, mm. <laughs> cramping a style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but hey, it's been good to have her here for what we've had her here for. I thought I keep saying to myself, you know, yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have spent I wouldn't have spent this much time with her without the pandemic. Yeah, and exactly. so for which you know, you should, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So that's going to be a fun day out in the rain. Yeah. Well, hopefully it won't be too bad. And yeah. Rochester's yeah, just nice right. to have a bit of a mooch around anyway. Yeah. Well, Kate's found us a walk. We're going to pick okay. him up from the station kind of thing. I'll meet yeah. him at the train station. And then mm-hmm. um, there's a four mile loop where we can okay. go and yeah. have a picnic. I don't I have no idea where this, where we, this yeah. Some, you know the way sometimes you just leave other people to deal with these things yeah. and you don't you don't have to know you know yeah. what I mean <laughs> yeah just tell me what to do I'll be there absolve I'll drive the car. all responsibility yeah if it's you know if it's terrible yeah, yeah it's your fault yeah. and that's it well apparently <laughs> um, you've got the Chatham Dockyard up there yeah there's a Taco Which... Bell there apparently no way apparently really? yeah that's Ooh. what I've heard Sounds go, and, good. go and see how much better this American food is. Yeah. Okay. See if, yeah. See if it's better I mean, than pie and mash or fish and chips or roast mm, dinner. Yeah. Or, Which are some of the greatest meals in the world. Yeah, exactly. Hands down. Yeah. So, Get yourselves over mm. here. Come on. Yeah. Have some proper also, grub. Also, what's that... Um, is it... I've, I was listening to Komodo Mayo a while ago and they had this thing about Texan oysters? Is it Texan oysters? Oh, is that bollocks? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Me neither. Nast. I mean, I mean, I've probably, I mean, I've probably had some in some sausages or whatever, but I don't want to see them there, you know, as they are. Not. No. Like knowingly eat them. I can't imagine they've got the same aphrodisiac qualities of a standard oyster. I wouldn't even eat a normal oyster. Do you eat them? I have, yeah, yeah. I'm not big on seafood. Say, really it's, not. It's, oysters for me, they're a bit like, I mean, frankly, I could just go to the beach and just drink some seawater. Ah, see, I definitely wouldn't like that. See, th- that's what they taste like. Really? Oh, I, I don't yeah, like that sea not. taste. That's that's mm. what I don't like about fish and stuff. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. I'm not a keen fan of the smell of it, but tasting it as well. Mm. Oh, mm. not good. So, British food versus... American food. British food. Ooh, that's a Don't whole know. podcast, isn't it? We maybe make, it a, make, make some money out of that. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I'm staring at the sigil, and I th- still think this one's going to make us money, but we'll see. Yeah. Come well, on, Grant. Oh, speaking of Grant Morrison, mm-hmm. he's doing a mini-series, four, four issues, Superman and The Authority. Oh, wow. How awesome the does authority. that sound? The authority. Wow, that's a blast yes. from the past. Yes, exactly. Oh my god! Oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna have to. I've, I've got to contact my classic. people. Yeah, yeah. Oh great! I love it. Oh, I might have to check that the, out. If you if you Google it, the mm. the outfits and the team lineup, it just looks so cool. Oh amazing! So, so super cool. It's Mikel Janin doing the art as well. Who had that run with Tom King on Batman? He is a right, great great right. artist as well. Oh, cool. So um, that's going to be off the scale. I'm really looking forward to that. Oh fantastic! I think it starts in June, maybe. Right, right. Oh, and those um, um, Steve Knowles, our, our celebrity agent friend. Oh yeah, friend of yeah. the show. Um, he also switched me on to the Comixology Star Wars sale that they had on. 
Oh, okay. Uh, where they oh where they yeah. where they shift. It was like seventy nine p for like whole graphic novels and stuff. So I picked up. Whoa. Uh, the Thrawn trilogy, Dark Empire. Nice. Uh, Boba Fett one with Cam Kennedy doing the artwork. He's one of my favorite artists ever. Another old 2000 yeah. AD guy. He's one of the guys that used to do Rogue Trooper. Oh, he's wow. He's got a cool. really kind of grounded, gritty style that I absolutely right. love. Oh, that sounds um, good. But yeah, they were selling loads of stuff off for like 79p. Sponsor us, Comixology. Mm, yes. Yeah. Feel the vibes. We've had a few the plugs internet. today already. Yeah, they have. Um, I tell you what, I, initially I was slightly reserved about Star Wars comics because mm. I just sort of felt, you know, the way that sometimes when you sort of cross the boundaries, um, you know, between film and, mm. you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of like I don't think I'd read a Star Wars novel, although I think I might have done, actually. Mm. Um, but the talent that they put into the comics now mm. There's a they're about to do War of the Bounty Hunters and they've got Steve McNiven as the artist who's just yeah. brilliant, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I can't remember who the writer is, but it's a really good top-notch writer. Mm. And um, you just think, you know, they they Marvel have been very good at not holding back on quality when it comes to the Star Wars co- comics because yeah. yeah. I, I much I think on I think on Amazon I got. I know I'm an Amazon. I've got Amazon Prime, so I managed to yeah. download some free graphic novels. Yeah. And um, that Doctor Afra, have you come across her no. as the? So it's it's one of the, their Star Wars. Co- it's okay. so cool. Right. Doctor Doctor Afra. She's like a she's like a dark kind of engineer. She's got her own sort of C3PO and R2D2 who are just evil. Okay. It's really good. Oh, it's really good. You'd love it, actually. Cool. It's it's very entertaining, and to the point where you're kind of reading it, and you're thinking, "Oh, they need to make a film of this. They need a TV series, Doctor Afra, because right. okay. it's super dark." And so she does a lot of work for Darth Vader and stuff. Right, right. <laughs> you know, right. Whatever he needs, she'll yeah. go and sort it oh, out. Okay. Don't worry. And um, but uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's really really good stuff. So another recommendation there. Brilliant. Excellent. Cool. Well, good chat, think, mate. Yeah, nice one, mate. Covered quite a lot of different stuff there. We certainly did. We'll try and yeah. remember it all in our recap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always a challenge. We'll try. <laughs> <laughs> right then, mate. Well, right. have a brilliant time seeing your dad tomorrow and everything. Yeah. Hope the and weather's have not great too American bad for meal. you. Hmm. Yeah, and um, enjoy your uh, your escape room. Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah, it'd be fun. I'll let yeah. you know how it goes. Yeah, magic. All right then, mate. And, I, and I, I'd see if you can watch Nomadland. See if you can persuade. Yes, Nomadland. And what was yep. the other thing? Um. Oh, the octopus. Oh my yeah, my doctor. octopus teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my yeah. octopus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll have a look at Nomadland and we'll chat about that next week. Yeah. 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 Okay, you're on. All right, and um, there's another one on Netflix that I wouldn't mind having a look at: Love and Monsters. Oh, yeah. oh I've watched some of them. Oh no! Oh, I'm thinking of love, love, love and robots. Love, death, and robots. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. Did you watch it? Oh, I've watched probably five of them. Mate, I watch think. the whole thing. I've seen all of those, and the season two's coming out soon. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The one with the little world in the fridge at the yeah, freezer. Yeah, yeah. That's just brilliant. There's another one about um, uh, these farmers on this planet. 
Oh, right. With these big monsters in the second, that's really good as well. There's loads of good. Oh, okay. they're, they're all good. Yeah. They're all different yeah. le- levels of good. Yeah. They're good little time filler, aren't they? If you've got 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I'll just stick one of them on. You're always going to get something quality. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Love and Monsters is a movie. Oh, that's right. It's got that Dermot. What's his name? Yeah, the guy it? out of, is it uh, is he Divergent from... or something like that he was in? Something like that. Or, or was YA it? Things. Yeah. The one with the Percy Jackson. Is he Percy Jackson? I'm not sure, mate. I don't or know. Is he, or is he just from Maze Runner? Yeah, Maze oh, Runner is know. it he's from. Yeah, could yeah. be Maze Runner. Hmm. I'm not really yeah, up looks... on all those YA movies, but um, no. th- that looks really fun. That looks okay. really good. Oh, right. Okay. Well, oh, and... Yeah. Um, the Mitchells versus the Machines. I've heard really good reviews of it's this. It's by the Spider Verse guys oh, right. from the team that I did that. that. So that's and the trailer looks fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it looks good I'm, I'm hope I, I'm hoping to sit down and watch that. Might even try and watch that tomorrow. Okay. Um, yeah. Good shout. So yeah, that looks a whole load of fun. We'll, we'll need something light after a day of walking around in the rain. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> a soggy picnic and Nomadland, which is a lot of walking around everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it's not. Yeah. So yeah. So maybe maybe try and squeeze that in as well. One of those two. Mm. I'll keep yeah. you posted in the week what I'm up to anyway. What okay. I'm watching. Good. Yeah. Sounds good. And uh, we'll, we'll we'll have another chat next week. Magic. Excellent. Brilliant. Thanks for listening, right. everybody. Thanks, everyone. And um, thanks to uh, to John for your communication. Thanks f- to Stu for listening. It's nice to hear yeah. you listening, mate. Yeah. And well, all the people <laughs> listening. Yeah. And everybody else. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, hopes of Pat's okay. Yeah. It's worrying, Which, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So hopefully we'll hear, hear, hear how he's doing. Hopefully he's still all right. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Very troubling. Okay, folks. Catch you next week. See you later, mate. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I'm good. I'm. Um, it's one of those. It's one of those meetings where um, people kind of keep having stuff to add. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, and oh, uh, in, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we don't. We don't need to oh, say any, any more. <laughs> We're kind of done. But hey. What's 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 today? What's today's T-shirt? Today's T-shirt is um. Oh wait! And if you see it in this light, Do- oh, Doctor Doom. Doom. Oh, Doom. Doom. Now in 3D, the return Whoa. of a madman. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's cool. That's so cool. I just I I just have a plain blue T-shirt on. Plain blue. But good news, mate. Boiler's been fixed. Hey. Well, in fact, completely replaced. So, um, oh, whole new it, boiler. Yeah, it's really weird how just from the point it was switched on, just just 
it's just so nice. Lovely. So just walk into the kitchen and the and and it's not freezing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh man, what a relief. Yeah. So. Yeah. Lovely. Oh, that's good news, mate. Yeah. It is good news. And I had a haircut. Oh yeah. Still a bit long on the top though. Yeah, I thought I'd stick with it. Yeah, looking good, mate. Very kish. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't done enough viewing this week. I, I feel I I'm kind of I like I failed in my homework. Oh no. I, uh, well, because I I I hadn't I didn't I've I've been on a call to um, uh, India this morning, which is which is fascinating because they are in deep trouble with this covid thing yes um yes the late the lady i deal with you know she said she can't even take her daughter to the park now it's just too yeah it's too much going yeah. on out there yeah it's bad over there um so you, you just think oh dear that's, yeah that's, uh, that's nasty and then mm. uh i um and uh and then i had a call with a, a compliance guy which <laughs> Everyone loves compliance, don't they? <laughs> oh man! Oh, yeah, I, I rem- fond memories of that. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, I think compliance is a good thing in principle. Yeah, it's just it's just so just boring dull, in reality, isn't it? Isn't it? It's really dull. Yeah, yeah. all that sort of uh, HR stuff is is quite tough going, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, poor Joe. That's what she does. She's in charge of running all that kind of stuff. So she's got a big challenge to try and engage people and get people interested in all that side of of their business. And she does yeah. a pretty good job, actually. Mm. She's quite creative with it, and um, they do some. She run stuff past me to check if it sort of works to a layman like myself and mm. um, makes sense. So. Because you know what it's like in the in the corporate world, things can become a bit jargon heavy. You know, it's all all sort of buzzwords and business talk. Yeah, which can um, which can um, become a little bit of a barrier. I think when I was when I was working um, with a charity that had a contract with the job centres, they mm. they I got on quite well with with the one here in Folkestone. Weirdly. Um, and they asked me to come to one of their team meetings to explain what it was that we were providing. Right. So I went along and I had, um, I made overhead projector sheets. It was back, that's how long ago it was. We're talking like 2000. Cool. And thought, right, I better do a proper presentation. I hadn't really done one before. I was quite nervous. And so I sort of had studied up on how to do a proper business presentation and all this sort of stuff, you know dressed up smart and everything went in there had all my slides ready and all that got about half an hour into it and people were just zoning out big time and Mm. i was really struggling to make it sound interesting Mm. because i was too worried about what the next slide was going to be and making sure that i was sticking to the the script and all that kind of stuff and i literally said you know what forget all this switch the projector off loosen my tie and just sort of sat down with them <laughs> and just started talking to them normally yeah and there was this sort of you can feel this huge sigh of relief <laughs> because people are so busy trying to do this business thing and trying yeah. to talk in this business way mm. that everybody uh, sort of plays along it's a bit of an emperor's new clothes kind of situation i found yeah. and the minute that i just dropped all that and just sat down and said look do you know what I just want to talk to you about this, you know, 
informally yeah. are you all all right yeah. with that and they were like oh yeah no that's great <laughs> yeah. and so we just sat and had a big old chat about it and it was so much better yeah you know and they were asking questions and it was much more conversational mm. and so i took that i sort of reported back to my bosses and said yeah it went really well because they it was the first time anyone had done one yeah for the company so they were like oh how did it go and i said actually it went really well and they got really good feedback as well oh cool and so then i became the presentation guy <laughs> And I got sent all over the country to all other regions that I didn't work in yeah, to do the presentation for our company because no one else wanted to do it and I'd done a good job. Well, And so I took a, that same approach. I just, I'd yeah. literally go in there, just dress normally because I didn't have yeah. to suit up for my job. So I just wore my normal yeah. everyday clothes, just went in there and they were like, oh. And then I'd say, yeah, let's just have a chat. I'd just sit down. You know, I had information with me and, you know, handouts and leaflets and whatnot. Yeah. But it was much more, let me just talk you through it. Yeah. And they all loved it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's uh, it's a strange thing, isn't it? That I think I think the trouble with compliance is it just ends up attracting people who love that sort of detail. Yeah. But aren't necessarily in the kind of, if there's a scale between sort of introvert, extrovert, mm. They're too, they they can't present it well. They can't embrace the external. Right. View. Like like because you crossed the barrier, didn't you? Yeah. You're you're an extrovert, taking hold of something that's introverted it by attract. You know the, the normal personality type would end up in that. Yeah. And because um, I used to do these presentations to new entrepreneurs on insurance. Mm. I mean, honestly, every pre I mean I used <laughs> honestly. It, I used to just scare the shit out of them. Mm. I'd be sitting there going, yeah, this is insurance for, you know, uh, you really hurting someone and claims get paid up to about £10 million for this. And, you know, you think, my God, this is, <laughs> if I was watching this. <laughs> and and I'd always go in and I'd go, so have you seen, a, a, have you had a presentation yet from a lawyer or an accountant? Uh, mm. Yeah, no, we've had all them. Yeah. And I said, did they say anything about anything that can go wrong? Yeah. No, no, no. They never mentioned it. I thought, oh God, you're in for a real shock then. <laughs> um, and so I kept, I kept watering down the presentation because mm. I, I've just felt that I was scaring them too much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, profit but of doom. Like, yeah, a bit like you. I, I did one where one in Colchester where mm. I. I just decided it was a dress down day and they wanted me to go in and I'm like, oh, oh well, I'm not going to put my suit on. I'm just going to yeah. go in unshaved and just sit and sit with them and, and have a chat. And mm. um, and then at the end of the presentation, I put the slide up with me in my corporate like yeah. shirt and tie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's what I usually look like at work. <laughs> and, and, and they all went, yeah, we don't want to buy off that bloke. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, yeah. no, you're, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. You know? There's a lot to be said to, to just being real, I think. Mm, it's so easy yeah. to get sucked into that game, though, because you think that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And I was so uncomfortable in it. It was only because I literally couldn't really do it very well, and I was sounding like a twat. that I just thought I might as well just stop now and just, just try just talking to them yeah. and never look back, really. Yeah, I think that's that's eminently the best way to, to do these yeah, things, isn't it? Yeah, this PowerPoint stuff. I mean, I've been sat there, you know sitting through PowerPoint presentations, just dying. Uh, There's nothing that sucks the life out of a room quicker than sticking a PowerPoint on. Yeah, I've, I've had two of those meetings this week with our software provider. Yeah. And I just, I just actually think I, I might have some kind of 
you know, when he, I think anyone who talks to me about IT systems, I just feel my eyes going almost immediately. Oh, yeah. I must yeah. have some kind of Pavlovian dog thing mm. going on where yeah. if you talk to me about IT, I want to go to sleep. Yeah, I'm the same with maths. I used to be the same in maths in school. <laughs> yeah. They'd start talking and it'd just become... Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be like, no, yeah. it's not no happening. More. Yeah, I don't know. So you've been Isn't super so busy then. Have you not had a chance to watch um, Invincible well, or anything? I, I haven't watched Invincible. I have watched um, Sound of Metal. Okay. So, um, yeah. I'm, do, I'm, I'm just thinking, do you want to do this tomorrow? If you've got a bit more time. Yeah, it can do, yeah. So you've got time yeah, to watch uh, Invincible and stuff. Yeah, no, that would be great. Because actually, I think I've, I've just, I've got, I know I've got, I'm surrounded by paper, which is never a good place to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, Does that work for uh, you, but yeah, let's let's do it. Yeah, yeah, let's do it tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah no, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. cool. All right. So, um, yeah, because I was supposed to be out busking in Canterbury with the Lucky Thirteens tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. Um, but that's been postponed now because one of the guys turns out he thought he could make it. Turns out he couldn't. Okay. His missus that's is cool. on a different shift to the one he thought she was on. Uh, so he's like, oh no, I'm so. really sorry. <laughs> so um so yeah we were we did initially think to postpone to bank holiday monday but the weather forecast yeah. isn't great and it's like it's going to chuck it down so no the weather's crap isn't it for the next week mm. in fact amy said to me last night she goes don't look at the forecast someone's just warned me not to and i have oh, right yeah on your on your iphone app and yeah. literally we've got a, saturday to sunday yeah rain yeah the, the, i think but then i think from tuesday onwards it's looking better I think yeah. I think things start to pick up from Tuesday. Okay, well that's good. But because um, that's no good. Your for dad, the bank your dad promised us a heat wave. He so did. I'm just, yeah, I'm, May he said so. He's, yeah, well it's start, early days. Yeah, it's May tomorrow, isn't yeah. it? Starts. Yeah. So he's got he's got a few, couple of weeks to come to good on that promise. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I'm really looking for the weather that he's promised. I have yeah, to say. I am. Yeah, he's in big trouble if he uh, doesn't happen. <laughs> Don't let us down. Although, by although first of June he's off to Scotland, so he's like running away. Oh, so that uh, old. Yeah. I'll so say, by the I time we say, know if it's not happening, yeah, he'll, he'll have skedaddled. It's left the country. Yeah, yeah. Oh, headed, headed to the hills. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah cool. Right, then, no, mate. let's well, do yeah. that tomorrow morning. Let's do tomorrow morning when you when you've got a bit of space and. Yeah, you've had time no to watch worries. Invincible, but strap yeah. in, mate. Flipping heck, what a final episode! Oh, really? Mm. Oh, I can't wait. Um, even, even I've got Jack completely into it. Yeah, he's he sent me a message in the week, yeah. uh, just sort of saying, "Okay, Winter Soldier's over, but yeah. Invincible, yeah, just just love it." It's called Where so. I Really Come From. Ah, uh, so, oh, right, wait, okay, yeah. So, good, good, good. so that it's that whole thing. Yeah, but um, yeah. they take it. Even further, I think, in the in the TV show oh. than they did in the comic. Yeah, there's one particular scene that was really quite horrifying. Uh, <gasps> look out for that one. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right cool. then, mate. Okay. No, that'd be good, and yeah. we can talk about Sound of Metal yeah. and my yeah. perspective on that. Yeah. Cool. I um I might yet wheel in Lola for her um. Apparently, she's got a review of Chaos Walking. She wants to share. Oh right. Book, oh so. brilliant. That'd be good. Yeah, so and um, we've got another message from Sir Pat. Oh, have we? He's back. He's oh, thank back. goodness. Yeah, yeah. It's time to worry about the guy. But things no. have taken a, a, a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> Can't Again, wait. just just be prepared. <laughs> I think I I don't think. Uh, I mean, I I had a quick exchange of emails with Pat's 
clearly agent Steve. Oh yeah, in, yeah. in the week, and right. um, I, I, you know, I, I think he, you know, as I did, I don't think he appreciates how funny these things are. No, I don't. I, I, I keep, think, I keep thanking I, him for for getting these people to send this stuff in because it's yeah. I don't think it'd be the show without it now. No, no, I definitely think it's like not. An integral part of the of the show. The latest uh, voicemail from a Star Trek cast member. <laughs> I said, I said, I'm still chuckling about blind data. <laughs> oh, that was amazing, wasn't it? Brent Spiner, what a car! Uh, I also, I also had a good discussion with Kate about um, the sexiest MCU characters, yeah, both male and yeah, female. Yeah, we need to chat so about that as well. We'll chat that through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting to hear how that went, and yeah. uh, we'll discuss that. <laughs> That West Side Story trailer as well, with, oh, yes. and, uh, and associated stories. Yeah, have I got a story for you? Yeah, I'm slightly I'm quite, worried. I'm, I'm quite I'm interested sli- about this. I am in sli- definitely intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether it'd be easier to leave names out. It might be. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we, we'll, we can decide in the editing suite, maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll sort that out afterwards. Just say it yeah. like it is, and then we'll consult okay, our lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need another one of those, do we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 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 God, we're we really pushing the edge of you know this sort of podcast world, really, aren't we? Oh, we're, we're at the cutting yeah. edge. Yeah, we're dangerous. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You know. Well, electric shocks are. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are. People could people die from electric shocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing good comes of them usually. <laughs> Other than this podcast, yeah, of and you saying what you said and me laughing for forty years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. All right then, mate. Right. Well, that's cool. that's the post-credit scene for the, for the podcast. Yes, that's that done, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. All right then, mate. I'll see you in right. the morning. Yeah, about same sort of time, about half ten. Yeah. Half right. ten's great. Magic. Nice All right, mate. All right. See you Cheers, later. Mate. Bye. See ya. Bye.